and welcome to episode 108 of RPG Digest. A very special episode. At this after-school special, Mary finds out that she's not Mary. And we started she's an hour Mark. <laughs> and we started an hour early. In this live stream formatted podcast, we provide deep dives, fundamentals, and overviews of tabletop role-playing games, and we comment on the tabletop RPG hobby as a whole. I am John Maxley-Oshlo. Your favorite curmudgeon, critic, and judge. Along with me, as usual, is the man who hides his blackened heart in his facade form. Brett, <laughs> Ethan Dog Grissomer. How are you today, sir? I am well. I hope everyone is doing the same. And as is tradition with me making a character for Palladium System. <laughs> I saw, it. I saw The initial stats, not good. <laughs> I, uh, I love the P.E. And then right after that, physical beauty. is like, he got it again. <laughs> yeah, I got the... I, I don't have complete female privilege, but it li but the physical beauty is literally well, my highest stat. Yeah, same in. compared to the rest of your attributes. Yeah, <laughs> compared to the rest of the attributes, I'm I'm a hottie. <laughs> you, you're you're the, you're the one that uh, latches on to somebody else uh, and just lets lets the lets the significant other control destiny, and you just kind of yeah, kind of get off of that. Yeah. Because if you I'm go actually the, the, this morning, I looked back at all the characters I made for Palladium this year. Out of the five, three of them have uh, are easily put together below average stats. One of them, if you average everything up, is completely average. The other is above average. That was the uh, the heroes unlimited character. But the other you got the... you got a comment about that on your um, what uh, beyond the supernatural character. Basically, yep. somebody said, "Yeah, you should just rerolled." <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not the way it works i i want to see if the system is broken if if you if you can roll below average because remember in palladium that it doesn't matter if you have a three or a 15 right it there's no minuses and that's so, what i wanted to respond well until we do our next game uh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wanted to respond to that person basically saying the same thing i didn't have time though it's like what, what was it about the character that sucked you know, the, what because your attributes were low again a three is the same as a 15 in yeah. terms of now good role players will find you know difference with that and a good game master might try to wait you know try to find a way to exploit that a little bit more subtly but blatantly open you can't because it's the same yeah so uh and but i believe and many of the commenters believe as well that in the end all of these characters were viable oh yeah yes yes and this one, I believe, again, is no different. 
Well, especially when you consider, remember, nightbanes have two forms. Your your facade form might prevent you from going outside. See, your character in the facade form is always wearing a mask. (laughs) Always. Because everything is poisonous to the character. <laughs> car car fumes, one one little inkling of car fumes, she passes out or he passes out. Uh one little you know, whatever. Yeah, I I I had to I had to make up a backstory in my head to 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 justify all of the physical skills I needed just to make sure that he didn't he didn't have like hundred percent asthma. <laughs> well, you're picked on in school, so you decided to do that montage scene, you know. Oh. I saw what you took. Anyway. All right, let's uh, let's uh, get to this. I, I my brain's not uh, working right because we're an hour early. So, anything interesting happened with you this week? Well, let's see. Uh, I, I got my new glasses, and I got Did two you... pair, both of them different. This one more rounded, the other one rectangular. And uh, on the members only live stream, I debuted both and had them vote, and it was one one way, one the other. But most people didn't care. Actually, I mean, they, they, said are pretty, they, they, they are pretty the similar. Yeah, they are pretty yeah. similar. They said they look the same to me when they definitely are not. They're much thinner on the on the yeah. the uh, up down axis on the other glasses. So you know, I, I went with these. I mean, sure, they they catch the reflection a little more because they're bigger. See, who cares about that? How, how do you see? I see great. Okay, th- that's all that matters. Does <laughs> he just fine? I mean, when you have glasses like mine, and you have to use every trick in the book to not make them look like you know somebody slapped on you know two coke bottles right there um <laughs> you know it, it matters a bit more uh it's true it's i mean true. i i literally have every possible thing yeah give me the super plastic give me the give me the rolls and polish give me the the uh the whatever graphene that you're using in those things <laughs> i shrink them down more and more if it's I on the space shuttle i want it yeah, right. Exactly. Well, space shuttle's kind of old now, but yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, we're, we're not taking the Russian equivalent. So, well, if look, the Israelis already said that aliens are here. Israeli intelligence. If you don't know about that story, <laughs> it, it, it it popped. It happened about a year ago, where some alien, uh, sorry, Israeli equivalent of I guess Mossad, because you know, equivalent of CIA analyst said, "Oh yeah, America's already been in contact with aliens." <laughs> like, like what? Men in black is real. Yeah. See, so that's what I get in here. This isn't yep. plastic. This is unobtainium. Yep. <laughs> so, no, it's transparent aluminum. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, anything else of interest or note? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, this this week was uh, pretty pretty uneventful. You know. Uh, let's see. Uh, DDO went went fine. Uh, Marhawkman died again because he kept wandering off, but. That's what happens. I, I, I didn't say Ranger down. I, I thought of it though. I thought of it. It came in. It came in. Well, Ranger head. down is about somebody who just can't stop pressing the button. That, that's not about going the wrong place necessarily. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a, a, a couple of times he, he legitimately just couldn't keep up. But, uh, a couple of times he legitimately just went, Oh, what, what's over this wall? Oh, death. Okay. You know, like shiny. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Nope, not gonna do there it. There he is. Either I died because he wanted off. That's true. That's true. I, I, I did. There was one time where I went to the end boss and no one else did. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> did you wander <laughs> off or did they fail to follow you? Well, it it's hard because <laughs> thinking back, it was late and I had a a good amount of rum in me at the time. I may not have been completely <laughs> clear that what was going on. I could have pulled a Leroy Jenkins by accident. <laughs> That's entirely possible, Nerdy Ogre. It's entirely possible. 
everyone, yeah, everyone was killing an army of minotaurs coming from the back, where uh, whereas I was, you know, fighting the the uh, two. Uh, See what it was is they were fi- they were firing the minions. You're like, ah, I got this, and <laughs> I almost did, and then I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I, <didn't. laughs> I thought i did and then i didn't but you know it, we ended up doing okay uh we we got all of the special name loot we wanted we did normal hard elite so we get to move on to to the final uh the final quest in that quest chain so that's good so it all worked out and no nobody's repair bill was so great that we were crying at the end felt like we passed a kidney stone so it was nice right. how about you uh just busy Busy, busy. I, I like that. The, the good news about that is weeks go by fast. The bad news about that is I don't feel like I got much done. Now, yet, uh, though, yesterday I actually recorded two unboxing videos for that uh, Etherfields. Oh, good. <laughs> and but, uh, you can't really see because my microphone's in the way, but that the entire bottom shelf there almost, that's all Etherfields. Yeah. <laughs> um, you weighed 80 pounds. What do you want? Yeah, it was, it was heavy. It was definitely heavy. Uh, but uh, I unboxed that. Uh, the one video still needs to get some music put behind it. It took a lot of editing. I completely, every time I, so my unboxing table is right next to my window, right? And I'm like, oh, I got sunlight. This is great. I got perfect lighting. I've got all this. And then I have nothing but horrible echo during the video because if I draw my curtains, they're nice thick curtains, it stops the echo. <laughs> but I have them open oh, with nice go. lighting. Right. Uh, yeah. And there's a reason I have lights there, right? So yeah, yeah, I was fighting against that and I couldn't get rid of the echo. But oh well. Uh, but I ended up uh, making two videos. I thought it might be more than that, but one just for the main game, and then the rest for all the other or the other video for all the expansions. Talked on the expansions. Yeah. yeah. But uh, see, did that? I got my rifts video done. That'll go live on the fifteenth. So that's uh, well, you can see it because you can see private videos yeah. if you care to watch it. It's a ten minute introduction. That's fifteen minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and could what else? That 10, What's that? Could make that ten, could you? Well, I could have. I did, in a way. It says it's bonus content. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I cheated. Uh, I see what you did there. That's um, nice. And, uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I've just been doing a lot of uh, trying to get some more direct-to-video stuff going on. At the beginning of the week, I was working on the webpage. I kind of let that go a, a little bit. I think it's up to where I basically need it. I just got to change some habits now going forward more than anything else. And there we go. Uh, well, we were on Rolling Bones on Monday, so that was a good yeah. time uh that that went by quick as could be i mean that was just one of those things where it's like that that's two hours what happened happened? yeah Yeah. uh and then he came back on friday and we had a great old time on the friday chill stream if you have not had a chance to watch the friday chill stream we certainly made people feel ways about things yeah yeah that uh that joke in the beginning the well the 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 first segment about uh narrative is uh narrativism i guess versus simulationist um really had you know, because you know where we are, we're kind of at the lukewarm people, right? We're kind of in the middle. Like mm-hmm. we believe in the game and we believe in the in the, the role play, the, the narrative side. So you get the five E people. Oh, my God, dice shouldn't do anything. And then we got the old Grognar. Screw your role play. <laughs> you know, it's like that's good. That's good. Nobody was happy about that one. But I, I loved no. it. And it's uh, and Rolling Bones is, uh, you know, Ryan Howard is very close to us when when it comes to theory. So that's good. Um but uh, had a good uh, good time there. Victor was on. Basic expert showed up uh, a little later. So did uh, Bruce and, and Connell. And uh, then, yeah, then when I couldn't keep a straight face through it, we tried. We tried to keep a straight face through it. Uh, the whole the uh, OSR has a problem. And uh, it, it, 
it was fun. It actually ended up uh, turning out being more fun than I even thought it was going to be. Because you know, usually when I have this great idea, it gets ruined somehow. No, no, no. Uh, they felt it out, and we we just kind of progressed with it. But at one point in there, it was so obvious it was a joke before I really wanted it to be. Right, pe- right. People and in who- chat were like, "Oh my god, you got me!" <laughs> like, uh, one guy posted a comment saying, "I had multiple paragraphs of hate written up for you." <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> he was writing multiple paragraphs in, in comments because he hit, and then he, then he figured out it was a joke. He's like, "Oh, delete." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but that's exactly what we wanted to have yeah. happen. So, yeah. uh, uh, if you haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, there'll be a tweet that goes out later today that actually has it time stamped at the perfect spot. Other than that, I guess it starts about two and a half hours in uh, where, where that part of it happens. Just watch and spread the news. The OSR has a problem. The OSR is dead. And we explain why. <laughs> uh, Marhaka says, full foot. well, yeah, again, uh, people on Discord probably knew what was going on, but a lot of those people... Yeah, we well we christened Jeffro Johnson as our Matt Mercer and Savior. Don't forget that. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> oh my God! But that—that's. I mean, it's it's been a busy week. Like I was explaining during the members only stream. Oh, super secret stuff coming out right now. I spend more time on Legion of Myth than I do anything else in my life. Like uh, it's just a, being at work. I'm not saying working. I'm just saying being at work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. But even there, I've got a notebook and I'm writing stuff down. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're still at work, motherfucker. That's it. That is true. And work takes priority. If somebody has a, you know, something I need to do, I go do it. You know? But uh, yeah, so that's it. You know, I, I love it when people are like, all you do is stream and get money. No, no, no. All I do is stream and get money. Yeah, fair. Yeah. All, all he does is, is stream. And pay uh, even dog money. Do hours and hours and hours of, of background tasks. And then get money. I got the better deal. Of course, I have zero ownership. So there you go. That's what. Oh, happened. and he and he knows that things are slowly coming down the pipe. That he, uh, we're, he's got some overtime coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, a man, was it mandatory overtime? Some jobs mandatory, have that nonsense. Yeah. yeah, the the bane of every plant worker. We got mandatory <laughs> overtime today. Fuck. Yeah, no. That that's when I would join a union. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh let's go through our proclivities and, and start looking at your your right. wonderful wonderful perfectly rolled character perfectly rolled you'll love it absolutely love it <laughs> oh we want to thank all of you wonderful people help us through donations tips membership super chat super thanks and tithes your support helps us provide giveaways which we did during our members only stream produce more content, and generally give back to the Legion of Myth community as a whole. And of course, of course, those of you, we see the chat moving right now, both on Twitch and uh, YouTube. We have to, we can't uh, ignore you guys. Crazy rascals out there. Subscribe and hang out with us. We appreciate that. Whether you're a chatter or a lurker, thank you very much. Appreciate you for being here. The charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. The Wounded Warrior Project exists to raise awareness and to enlist the public's aid for the needs of injured service members, to help injured service members aid and assist each other, and to provide unique programs and services to meet the needs of the Wounded Warriors free of charge. Please refer to the description below or the link or hit that little QR code that's in the graphic there where you can make your probably tax-deductible donation. Probably? 
I'm just, we might live somewhere else or I don't know, some horrible oh, state enough. Yeah, yeah. says, you know, until you donate such and such, it's not, you know, enough or something. I don't know. Oh, I guess that's all we do before the segments now, huh? Yeah. You really streamlined it. It's because I want to know. It's because I hate the people in the segments. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> all right. All right, today for segment one, Heathen Dog is going to create us a Knight Bane character. I'm thinking the word Bane is is kind of apropos for this. The Bane of society, the Bane of uh, of normalcy, the Bane of, of anything that should be considered an adventurer, up until that, uh, what's that form called? Not the facade, the other, what's the other form Morphous. called? Uh, yeah, there we go. Then, then the Morphous form will kick in, and you're going to see a Night and Day, a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde transition here. Uh, and it's going to be fun because I've seen what uh, what he rolled and <laughs> I love it. I love it. And next week, don't forget, we have Sean Owen Robertson on Roberson. You know, I'm going to keep getting that wrong. Thank you, General Robertson, for teaching me how to say somebody's name wrong. Uh, but uh, Sean Owen Robertson will be here next week from Palladium Books. And uh, he's going to, you know, he's the heir apparent to Kevin Sambita, right? So he's going to come in and he's going to talk about his background. He's going to defend the Tomorrow Legion. Although, to be fair, all these people told me how much they hate the Tomorrow Legion, and we've been asking for weeks, hey, tell us what it is you don't like about it. We're, we're going to talk to them about it. And you guys haven't posted anything on Discord, so we're going to come in and say Tomorrow Legion's great. It's the best thing ever. We're so happy that it exists. I love cards. Well, that's, that's Savage Worlds. That's not Tomorrow Legion so specifically, but yeah. Uh, anywho. But uh, he'll be here, and he's going to talk about his background. He's going to talk about uh, you know his influence on Palladium Books, how Palladium Books was an influence on him, yada yada, and uh, what uh, how he sees Palladium Books going forward. It's going to be more of a background thing and less of a future thing. Although we were definitely going to see what his thoughts are in the future of Palladium Books as well. Yes. If you refer to the description below, you can find links to various Legion of Mist sites, our social media, Discord, merch, etc. Please check those out. Join us and enjoy the swag. Please be sure to like this video and leave a comment. Both of those actions help the channel immensely. I love that word, immensely. Especially when you say it so softly like that. Immensely. <laughs> and if you have not done so, please subscribe to Legion of Myth. Join us on Thursdays and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash slash. That's a slash, not a slash. I can't talk. To watch Heathen Dog and his team of amazing heroes. I'm going to go with heroes because you, you defeated go. something very heroic yesterday. Well, you tried to solo it. Apparently. Yeah, it didn't work out. But yeah, yeah. it didn't work out. For your mockery and enjoyment, and a Fridays and Sundays stop by Legion Myth YouTube channel where we live stream fundamentals and overviews like the one you're about to see of tabletop role-playing games and provide opinions and commentary on the TTRPG hobby as a whole, because that comes up in segment two. And finally, we believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds and that the focus of your tabletop group should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural, organic inclusion, not forced diversity. There we go. That was good enough. Yeah, that's our disclaimer for segment one, whatever. All right. Okay. <laughs> that was a All right, uh, that's off. too long. Still. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Starting off now, I want to say this. At first blush, when I show you the stats that I rolled now, every will time blush. I've rolled, every time I've rolled a played in character, I have rolled straight up, up and down 3d6. First time I take it and I run no matter how good, no matter how bad they are. Would you keep, if, if something dumb came up, like all threes through fives, would you keep that? I would keep it and try and make it work. Okay. 
I would try and make it work. Why is that? And I think this is an important answer because of some of the comments that we got. Why is it that you would try to keep, if you just rolled threes through fives for all eight attributes, why would you keep it? Because in Palladium, a three is the same as a 15. There are no minuses like many other games. You, If you have low stats, you get minuses. In Palladium, you do not. In the vast majority of Palladium. I don't yeah, know, there's going to be one caveat to that, but we'll get yeah. to that in two weeks. Yeah, the, the vast majority of Palladium, there are no minuses to stats. So, it doesn't matter. If I rolled all threes, it's the same as rolling all 15s. It literally doesn't matter. So, you should be able to make a viable character. You should, because, you know, rolling all 15s, no one's going to re-roll that. No one's going to... All those are like a touch away from exceptional. My goodness, why would I re-roll that? But that's the same as, as all threes. Now... Skills and phys- you know, uh, skills can raise some stuff up. You might be able to get some ex- uh, some exceptional stats out of that, but they won't be very exceptional. Plus one, plus two tops on some things, but the rest of it's still going to be zeros. Mm-hmm. So that's what we got here. So let's let's check this out. I love these segments because I get to sit back and just watch. You get to sit back and relax. Uh... Okay. During the character, this is the character creation process. All right. First, we roll attributes. Then we pick a racial, psychic, or occupational character class. Now, for this one, since it's called Nightbane, I picked a basic Nightbane. RCC Nightbane. That's what I should be fair. You've said multiple times the first time you play the game. Yeah, you should play a Nightbane because that is the point of the game. That's that's the point. I want to play a human who's a psychic. I want to play a human who's a who's a sorcerer. I want to play a specialized Nightbane who is a who's who can use magic or psychics but is not really the greatest nightbane ever no no man stop it yeah how about learn the game first (laughs) exactly start off how it's supposed to be played just straight up nightbane that's what i did and then you find your hit points in your sdc these are your base ones by the way and then you roll all of your morphous attributes which can be numerous numerous and then you choose your skills and talents talents are uh nightbane specific special supernatural abilities and then at the end you round out your character height weight family order uh disposition uh equipment money all that stuff nightbane are human too not quite (laughs) they used to be and now now they're not (laughs) so let let us see what the whole hubaloo is about with these roles as soon as my mouse starts working correctly there we go here are my stats. Now, as you can see from the picture, I, I've kept this picture for a long time because most <laughs> of the time the stats are atrocious. Now, at first you're like, okay, nine and eight, they're not great. They're below average. They're not bad. 10, I always 12, consider 10. nine to 12 average. I know some people Actually, say no, it's just uh, 10 and 11, but for, for 3d6, 10 or 11 is considered average. Yeah. So if you add these up, I have more below average stats than I have above average stats. And it's not great. You know, we, we go to physical endurance here. That's 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 the big one. That's the big one because that equals your hit points. And uh, it's not starting off so great. But you know what? So how many forms of asthma do you have? <laughs> I, all of them. I got all all the asthma, and I probably he's have allergic allergies. He's allergic to oxygen. Allergic to pollen. Allergic to humans. <laughs> I'm allergic to myself. Yep. <laughs> I have like three autoimmune diseases, but okay. So we're starting off. Strength is above average. 
physical beauty obviously is above average because that's what I do. I I I roll pretty pretty characters who can't do anything else. But everything else is either average or below, and then markedly below. Now, but before you we go what? to the next slide, what's that? Big Bob says, I want to play in God mode, please. Well, that will be coming up. <laughs> That'll be coming up. The Morpheus form is God mode. So get ready for that. So like I said, after you roll attributes, then you go. Oh, that is wrong. <laughs> that is that is the wrong slide. Why is that slide happening? And why is my mouse so freaking stupid? Hey, it's usually me with the computer problems. I'm OK with this. Okay, hang on. I gotta, I gotta fix these slides. Oh, you got to, you have to do some cuts here. I'm sorry. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry. So, how's everybody out there today? I'm doing great. Heathen Dog's doing wonderfully, apparently. I'm doing great too. This is awesome. Yep, there we go. Move that slide down. Okay, you're gonna make me actually edit a segment. Edit like do an actual video edit on a segment. This sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to be lazy after the live stream. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to do it again. See, Raven's Lair kind of gets it, and I say kind of because a 13 doesn't really give a bonus. But uh, who needs uh, hit points when you can gull them with your beauty and then eat their face off? There you go. All right, here we go. So attributes. Then you pick an RCC, PCC, or OCC like this i chose the nightbane rcc so here we go what is a nightbane a nightbane it well if it, we have a whole video on this what is a nightbane you know what i'm not going to go into it look into our library it, i i go it's not even a, it's not even deep in the library it's like two it's episodes ago it, it's it's a few weeks back i talk about the the nightbane rcc in depth but i'm going to breeze over it right now so we know what we're talking about the becoming that's changing from a human, your facade, to your morphus, your actual, you know, supernatural body. And normally this takes a whole round, 15 seconds, a whole melee round. But if you roll an ME based 12 or higher as like a kind of a save, you can do it in one melee action. Now, my ME isn't great, but at, at level one, you get a plus one to your roll. So you really only have to roll an 11. But still, that, that's that's less than a 50-50 chance. No, that is 50-50. So, 11 or higher is 50-50 on a D20. 10 and a half, but all right, whatever. And then you get supernatural senses. And even in your facade form, you get 100 or 200 feet of night vision, which is seeing in complete darkness. In your morphous form, you get about 200 to 500, unless you get special abilities from from your morphous characteristics which i do to increase that range and your supernatural attributes when you change in your morphous form you uh you get plus 10 to physical strength uh physical endurance which is lucky uh, <laughs> physical prowess speed and you regenerate 10 hit points or 10 sdc every 15 seconds that's crazy and then you get the ability what's that so that's crazy it is. It's it's really you need it. It's really good. Well, yeah, that's you're not when you're fighting night lords, or well, you're not supposed to fight night you're not lords. To fight night but, lords but when you're no. fighting powerful things that can actually put out, you know, 30, 60 points of damage, whatever. Okay, that 10 might not seem a lot, but most things in the world can't do that. A gun, like a typical is an M16 does 4D6, a nine millimeter does like 2D6 or 3D6. That's it. Nothing. So what's 3D6? 18 max. If you roll it all out, 
you just regenerated in 15 seconds half of that yep easy and then you have the mirror walkability this is this is uh not to be used in the beginning of a campaign this is where you go into a mirror you turn into goo you flow through the mirror and then you end up in the nightlands which is where the night lords come from why would you want to go there i don't I got, I got nothing. And then immunities. You are immune to all mind control, magic, psionic, uh, vampiric, whatever. Doesn't matter. No one can control your mind. And you're immune to the vampire slow bite, which is the whole mesmerized human being while you feed off them and they can't do anything. They're helpless. Nope, not you. You can punch that bastard right in the gut. And then you have your nightbane talents. These are, these are powers you can choose as a nightbane that are special to you supernatural abilities not magical or sonic but supernatural and then you're immune to all transformations you cannot be turned to stone you cannot be turned to goo you you cannot be turned into a bird or a frog or whatever you cannot be turned to a vampire either how about a newt a newt no your form cannot be changed except when you change from a facade to amorphous by any means it just fails so those are your nightbane powers as a nightbane so let's move on to hit points and SDC. And you know what? Uh, equals your PE attribute. That's my facade. It's four. But you get to roll a D6. At first and, he level. Doubled, and he doubled them. And I doubled it. I doubled my hit points with a single roll. Up to eight. Now, in your Morphous form, you double your PE. That's your Morphous hit points. And then you roll 2D6. And that's your starting hit points as a Morphous. And I rolled eight and five. So my human form has a base hit points of eight and my Morphous form has base hit points of 13. But remember, we haven't gotten to skills yet. This is a soft stat. These are going to change. And trust me, they're going to change a lot. Same with SDC. In Nightbane, your Morphous, your, your facade form gets 30. And your Morphous form gets 2d6 times 10 added to that. I ended up uh, rolling in a rolling a 90. Which is really good. I, that, that's a that's a really good roll. So in my in my facade, my human form, I have thirty SDC, and in my Morphous form, I have one forty base. Okay. Now now we're talking. We're getting there. But remember, these are also soft skills and skills, abilities, and talents can change this. All right. Let's move on to the special nightbane bonuses. Just because you are nightbane, you get these bonuses to saves and such to saves and attacks and stuff like that in your facade form in your human form you get a plus two to save versus all magic you get a plus one to save versus disease which i need that's helpful for me with a pe of four plus one to save versus horror factor because you've looked in the mirror one time when you transformed in morphous and you got used to it so you're a little better at, at doing all that now remember all of this is in addition to any attribute and skill bonuses you get and in your morphous form you lose your facade form bonuses and you gain the Morphous form. I, I looked this up. They, they are not additive. They are, re, they are replaced. You get a plus one on initiative, plus two to strike, parry, and dodge. You get a plus three to roll, roll with punch, fall, impact. You get a plus four to save versus magic, plus three versus psionics and disease and horror factor because, you know, you're a horrible looking thing, most likely. And you get an automatic horror factor of six just because your Morphous form is Ooh, disturbing to folk. A whole six. That, that's the start. That's to start. And again, 
in addition to attribute and skill bonuses because of you know the skills you take now your ppe for both your forms are rolled the same your your pe which i left as an x there because again it's going to change going through skills it's going to change right now it's a four <laughs> so but you add 3d6 times 10 plus 20 and 3d6 per level so i rolled a total of 150 so whatever my pe ends up being i add 150 to it that's my ppe now ppe is important in this i can't cast spells or anything like that but the nightbane talents cost ppe to activate just just to, just to define it one time ppe is a potential psychic energy that's right. uh basically your magic power yes it's it's your it's your mana base basically so let's see what happens here nightbane form okay so you have to roll several times on several charts to figure out what you look like what powers you have when you change into your morphous form when you change into your supernatural creature form so the first thing you have to do is you have to roll on the appearance table i rolled lycanthrope I'm like okay i'm gonna be a werewolf i can dig that werewolves are cool and my animal and i rolled animal form bat i'm like oh great i'm gonna be batman this is gonna be awesome and then wait a minute i might not be batman i could just have a bat head Oh crap! I'm gonna be Man Bat instead of Batman. That's a ba Batman. Well, that's a raw deal. But luckily, I rolled Bat Wings, not Bat Head. I rolled Bat Wings, which is great because now I can fly. And I rolled a D6 times ten to figure out my flying speed, and I maxed it out a six. So I got sixty. That's about forty-one, forty-two miles an hour flying. While I'm flying, I get a plus one to dodge while in the air. Only while in the air. Those bat wings give me a plus two to horror factor and they give me a plus 46 to SDC. I rolled a 14. And then you roll your Morphous characteristics. Seems like and you had a pretty decent roll like I did. Yes, I had a I had a 90. I had a 90 something. You you had you did as well. And the higher you roll, the more times on the table you roll again. So one through 60 is is you get one of these or one of these or one of these. You roll anything above 61. Then you roll two times, three times, four times. I rolled a 90. I believe it was a 90 or 92. So that means I rolled three times. So I rolled three times, ignoring anything 61 or higher. And I got alien shape, unusual facial features, and biomechanical. That well, sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get any stigmata. But uh, let, let's, see, let's see what happens with this alien shape. I, I rolled the alien shape table, and I get crystalline. What this does is my hands, fingernails, forearms, shins, sp uh, spikes come out of my knees, spikes come out of my elbows, and I can choose a spiked crystalline crown all uh, grow out of my body in, the, in those places, which gives me another 2d4 times 10 SDC. I roll pretty well on that. I rolled a 60. Plus 1d6 damage to a punch or claw attack. Remember, my fingernails are replaced with crystal, hard crystal, so I, I now have a claw attack. But just my regular punch, it's like I'm wearing brass knuckles because of the crystal, so I get a plus d6 to either one. And in bright light, I get a 60% chance to blind everyone around me because of the, the, the refractive effect. You're like you're like oh. a 1970s special effect of, uh, exactly. like, a, yeah. of like a god or something. True. Like, oh! And it's just a shimmer, and you're like, what the hell is going on? It's all lens flare. 
That is true. Uh, it, this this is all you know, new Star Trek lens flare action. See, I just got done watching uh, the original Battlestar Galactica, not the nineteen eighty crap, the real one. Um, and uh, I just, I, I'm now getting the crystalline creatures where Count Ibley was there. That's <laughs> like it was all sparkly and stuff. Yeah, yeah I get it. So that was great. I'm doing great so far. That looks pretty cool. I'm I'm, I'm doing all right. So I you go got to unusual facial features. Disco ball. There it is. And I rolled glowing eyes. I'm like, okay. That seems a little weird, but okay. Then I look at what it does. How would you even it, notice? It increases. Oh, there, that's fair. It increases my my night vision to two thousand feet. Wow. Wow. Yes. And that is that is not. Oh, I can see. It's like what half mile? No light. No, that is complete and utter darkness. Even magical darkness, you can see perfectly up to two thousand feet. And I get another plus one to my horror factor because it's scary. Glowing eyes apparently are scary for folk. All right. So I roll my final biomechanical and I get armor graft. I'm like, oh my God, I'm hitting the jackpot here. This is great. Armor graft, what it is, you get to choose whatever medieval armor look that you want. And it grows out of your body when you change into your amorphous form. Oh, tell me you went samurai. No, I didn't I didn't go samurai. I went oh. uh I went half plate, uh half plate slash uh, chainmail uh for the for the for the amorphous <laughs> form. You can make it look like whatever you want. It gives the same bonuses. doesn't matter. Sure. You can make it look like whatever you want. So I rolled a D6 times 10 for more SDC. Again, rolled well, got a 50. And another two horror factors. So this is what I look like so far. All right. I'm a guy. Hey, I'm a guy. Weak little guy. A little bit strong, but still <laughs> coughs a lot. Can't run very far. Then he transforms to a, a medieval knight covered in in glistening crystal spikes with a with a crystal crown and glowing eyes okay okay i can dig that i'm digging it so far what else we got okay talents these are your nightbane specific supernatural abilities you get one for free and any more you have to buy by spending your ppe permanently i decide to buy one but let's look for the one i i got for free Shadow shield. This gives you an energy shield around you of shadow and darkness. Was this rolled again or is this chosen? No, no, you get to choose. This is okay. chosen. Okay. There's no rolling for talents. You choose your talents. There's there's no roll table. So shadow shield gives me 20 SDC per two PPE spent. Maximum of four PPE per character level. So at first level, I can only get a plus 40 by spending four PPE. Oh no, 40. I know, right? And it lasts 30 minutes or until depleted through damage. And of course, the minimum cost is two because that's what it takes to activate the power. So, and that only takes an action to replenish. So if I spend one action, I can get 40 more SDC. If as long as the first shield has gone down. Now I decide, you know what? That's pretty cheap, right? I got a, I got plus 150 PPE in, in my bank already. I can buy something. I can buy something. So I decide to buy Soul Shield. Soul Shield is pretty is pretty cool because you are now immune to all mental probes and attacks, be it psionic or magic. Now, we're as a Nightbane, I'm already immune to mind control, but this makes me immune to illusions, immune to uh uh and uh, anything psionic or or magic that uh that masks someone's shape or form. Uh, immune to uh, the evil eye, immune to uh, 
basically, uh, if 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 you look up Mind Block in in Palladium Psionics, that's what I have. Okay. And it costs twenty PPE that's, to that's activate. That's a pretty heavy cost. But it lasts one hour per activation. That's nice. And if you want to re-up it without canceling it, it only costs 10 per hour after that if you want to keep re-upping it. So once you get and it started, stepping on the gas is no problem. Exactly. Once you get once you get this power started, it only takes half as much gas to keep it going. Now I had to spend 15 PPE to buy this from my base, permanent from my base. So I went from 150 to 135. Bonus. Just by buying this power. Seems like a pretty good buy for that, though. Exactly, right? It it, it seemed like a, a good deal to me because my ME is, is not so strong. And there's not a lot of skills that can increase that. So, now we move on to skills. Now, I'm getting a picture of the character in my head. All right? Regular base Nightbane RCC usually are between 18 and 21 years old. Okay? Because when you change, it's usually at the end of puberty. So I'm like, okay, he's an 18-year-old kid, just graduated high school. But he had a PE of four, physical endurance of four, but a strength of he 12. He missed a few days. <laughs> but a strength of 12. So what would this kid do having above average strength but far below average endurance? I'm like, you know what? He's little. I mean, some people would say frail. I'm going to say little. So what could he physically do to justify all these physical stats I have to take to, to make him actually playable? He was, a ju- he was a wrestler since junior high. Wrestling, the smaller you are, the lower your weight class, therefore your strength matters more. And the rounds aren't that long, so your physical endurance doesn't really matter because it doesn't last that long. It's not like soccer. I, I, I can hear all of my wrestling friends screaming at you right now. <laughs> you can you can hear him scream all you want, but it was either that or soccer. And 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 soccer is is one of the greatest endurance sports on the damn planet, besides cross country running. No, I'm just saying, like you say, you're saying wrestling does not require endurance. Rawr! I didn't say that. <laughs> I said it requires spurts spurts of energy, but not you know a long lasting sustained you know, expenditure of energy, which he would not be able to do having a low PE, but his wrestling coach is like, all right, you know, we, we, we gotta, we gotta make you last a little longer. We, we gotta get you a little more trained up. So, you know what? He joined the, he joined the cross country team. He joined, he, he joined, he joined cross, cross country running because it was on, it was in a different season than wrestling. So he was able to do both, but the basic nightbane, because you are 18 to 21, you haven't finished any college, you haven't done any of that stuff. So you get some basic skills, basic math, your native language, English, literacy, English, in your native language, computer operation, one domestic skill of choice. I chose cooking because I wasn't going to take singing. And another, another. Uh, I, I was surprised to see you took friend. Why did you do hate this character? No, no, no. I say no, that no. only because I, I, I know, I know you're feeling towards friend. it. Okay. I personally would not take French and I would not take Spanish, but in most schools, those are the only two languages that are taught oh, in okay. most schools. So if he was going to have a language being just out of high school, it would have to be one of those two. I chose the lesser of two evils and chose French. So he knows okay. French. Now you get to pick 10 RCC related skills. I should have put RC related, but. RC related skills. So I chose my 10 wrestling. Number one, he's been on the wrestling team since junior high. 
He gets he gets a, a body block, which is a D4 chance to knock down. A pin incapacitate, if you get a natural 18 to 20, you incapacitate your opponent. You, you pinned them. Duh, that's what wrestling does. Along with that, you get a plus two to physical strength, plus one to physical endurance, plus, yeah, it's 46, a five. plus 46 to SDC. I rolled a 21, which is good. Roll, rolling well on the SDC. And a plus one to roll with, roll with punch fall because they teach you how to fall down in wrestling. And my coach said, nope, you got you to gotta get your endurance up. You got to get your endurance up. So I had to take running. Another PE, 44 to speed, rolled an eight. That's yeah, average. And another D6 to, to my SDC, rolled a, rolled a was that, three? Yeah, that, three. It's average. Sorry, I was looking right. at chat. Yeah. yeah, it's average. And then, of course, the wrestling coach, okay, now you're already thin. We want to keep you wiry, but we want you to be strong. We, we, we want you to be, you know, strong but wiry strong so dabbled in bodybuilding and weightlifting not to not to bulk out but to just you know lean myself up even more got myself a plus two to physical strength and plus 10 to sdc and of course doing all this justified general athletics because it already with with these three first physical skills it seemed like i would get general athletics for free but no you had to take it so i took general athletics plus one to parry and dodge, plus one to roll punch fall, plus another strength, another D6 to speed, and another D8 to SDC. I rolled a four and a four, respectively. So then after that, I couldn't justify boxing. I couldn't justify acrobatics. Couldn't justify any of that. So I had to let it go. Now I'm going to the skills I need to survive as a person in the world. First aid seemed like a no-brainer. Everyone, everyone wants to know how to stop someone from bleeding out, right? Okay, I took well, especially once you figure out what you are. Exactly. Pilot automobile. I want to be able to drive a car. Unlike Heroes Unlimited, you don't get these auto skills. You know, they don't have common everyman skills. So I wanted to be able to drive a car and not and and, and not crash when it rains or when I got to make a sharp turn. So I took pilot automobile. Lore, demons and monsters. Everyone played D&D. Some of that stuff is real. I, t- <laughs> I took that as a skill. It's only 35%. Some of what I know is crap, but there you go. Land navigation. I can read a map. I want to be able to read a map. You know, plus it's a lost art, right? Yeah, it's a lost art. Plus all that cross country running I did, I learned the lay of the land, right? I I learned to figure out my my way back home. Hand to hand basic. Now you technically don't need hand to hand because in your morphous form you get an automatic free hand to hand martial arts equivalent. So I don't technically need it. But I wanted it because you know what? He's small enough that he's been picked on. So along with wrestling and running and bodybuilding, weightlifting, athletics, he went to the to the strip mall karate joint and got himself a belt of some indeterminate color to give him hand-to-hand basic. Okay, that's fine. And his parents are, he's lower middle class, so he had to buy a cheap car and learn how to how to keep it running. So I took automotive mechanics. I get a plus 10% because it's a technical skill. And in your RCC-related skills for Nightbane, you get a plus 10% for technical skills. So I got a 35% chance for automotive mechanics. Now, this you don't roll for things like changing a tire, changing oil. That's not, that you don't roll. This is rolling for, oh my God, the car's dead. I got to get it started right now. Then you roll. So those are my skills. Do you have, do you have time for a quick break? Yeah. Because I want to address this. Every Palladium game pitched me, how long can we make character creation go? I don't know. I don't know if this is just a joke, an actual complaint, or whatever, but I, I 
because I've been no, starting it, to do. It's some... actually read. How long can we make character creation? Go. Yeah. As in, give me ideas. <laughs> no, the, the, but here's the thing, and I and I say this. I'm saying this on the video here so that people can see it. Uh, you know, later on, it's not an attack on this guy, but uh, I like the length of Palladium characters because it's meaningful. It's not just long for the sake of long. Uh, and everything, and I say this when I, in the Rifts video that'll pop on the 15th of October, is that everything on the character sheet is there. You don't need to keep looking stuff up in the book. I always get flabbergasted. be like, I can't find something in the book. Why is it on your character sheet? In a Palladium game, everything your character can do is on your character sheet. So yeah, it takes a while. But once it's there, the game just goes yes. like that. And uh, I would rather have have character creation take me two hours, which really only riffs takes two hours. But uh, I'd rather have the character creation take two hours than wasting 10 minutes every 30 minutes of a game trying to look something up in a book because somebody wants to argue a rule. Fair. Uh, uh, but I, I, I've never had a problem with, although Heathen Dog might say you're lying, but I'm not exactly lying when I say this. I've never had a problem making characters in Palladium, although I have recently realized that, wow, Rifts takes a lot longer, but there's a good reason for that as well. And I actually talk about that in my video when that comes up. Excellent. All right. So let's see, let's see what else we got here. Choosing your alignment. Now, come on, you're a good guy. Choose a good alignment. These are the three good alignments. But I turn into a big demon guy. I want to be a demon. No, no, yeah, oh. but you, you, you fight evil for the Lord, so you shut up. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a good guy, so be a good guy. All right. Damn. All right, and then we get to somewhere where I can't click. Is your mouse acting up again? Yep. There we go. Rounding out your character, your equipment. Well, it's pretty vague on what you get. It's up to you and your game master to see what you have. Since I'm an 18 year old and I have drive automobile and drive and, and, um, and automobile, automobile mechanic, I figure me having a car is probably a good starting point. Having a car, several sets of clothes, various personal effects. Um, this is, you know, like wallet, you know, belts and, and, uh, uh, you know, live with your parents or an apartment or something like that. You have probably have a job of some kind. You know, whether it's slinging burgers or retail or whatever, like I said, just out of just out of high school money, you start with 3d6 times 100. I ended up with uh, $1,300, not a lot, but again, I'm, I'm just 18. So what are you gonna do? Height, weight, age. I decided 18 years old, just graduate high school. Like I said, just graduate high school. So that's what I am. And you're going to see my, my height and weight in, in, a, in a second when we get to the character sheet. Disposition, mean, bitter, easygoing. You get to choose. Me, I chose bitter. <laughs> I am angry. At what? We'll get to why when we get to the character sheet. Family okay. origin. Are you firstborn, thirdborn? Are you a farm boy? Are you born in the city? Were you born in a, a small town? You know, Podunk, nowhere. You get to choose. Depending on on your game master's world, you get to choose where. And what's your history with Supernatural? Where well, I had none, but I'm probably not a fan because now that I'm a Supernatural creature and it ruined my life, I hate Supernatural things. And every other Supernatural thing that's not me is probably wanting to kill me. So I'm probably not going to like them either. And what's my reason for fighting? Well, my reason for fighting is so I don't die. Because like I said, I just woke up. I just changed 
and I am straight off the boat when, when it when it comes to being a Nightbane. So I got nothing. I have no reason to do anything except staying alive. But you as a character may have may have a more uh storied background and you may be seeking knowledge, looking for payback for a wrong that was done to you, protect the world, whatever. All right. I might get to one of these, but right now I'm just fixated on being pissed. And here's my character sheet. I'm gonna embiggen this. Yeah, he did not couldn't he did not couldn't find a good character sheet out there and didn't have no. time to make his own. No, th this is this is a character sheet I found. It was not fillable. Every single damn writing on this thing is its own text box. This took a while. All right. But here's where we ended up in stats. IQ 9-8. I mean IQ 9, ME8, MA10. These don't change very much. But my strength got up to 17 which in my human form is exceptional. Gives me a plus one to damage. But in my morphous form, I add 10. It's 27 and it's considered oh, wow. supernatural. Wow. So I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty good damage at this point. I'm busting heads. My physical prowess was 10. And in morphous form, it adds 10. So it goes to 16. In Nightbane, 16 is not exceptional. You don't get a bonus until 17. But it's still nice, right? PE. I landed on six. Went from four to six. Is that a big jump? No. But in your morphous form, you add 10. So it goes to 16. Quick question. What's that? Uh, you said PP, you add 10 to it. You only added six to it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you only add six. I'm sorry. No, okay, you're, okay, you're right. Okay. You only add six to PP. You add 10 to PE. My speed, my, my physical beauty stayed the same. But my speed went up to 20. It was 8. Remember that. When I started, it was 8. Now it's 20. In your morphous form, you add 10. It goes to 30. Now, let, if you look at the top, you'll see SDC and hit points. Before the slash and after the slash. Before the slash is SDC. After the slash is hit points. In the parenthetical is my morphous form. So my base hit points in my human form is now thank you for liking and subscribing is 68 remember i started with four mm -hmm. i'm sorry no four four plus a d6 eight. Well, eight, i started eight. with eight yeah. now i have 68 thanks to all of my skills thanks to thanks to all of all of my all of my bonuses that that that's that that i'm sorry that that's the sdc i started with 30 now 68 in my morphous form my sdc is 312 Almost as much that, as mine. <laughs> yes, that regenerates 10 every 15 seconds. Now, my hit points still six, but in my morphous form, it jumps to 22. Now, let's let's look at these bonuses. No, here. no, he did not forget the 1d6 hit points at level one. He rolled it. He had, a, he had a that, four no. plus a four, which was eight. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, oh, so it should be eight. I'm sorry. It should be eight on there. It says six. Does it say six? Yeah, it says six. It should be eight. I'm sorry. Okay. Should be eight. But in my morphous form, it's 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 uh it's 22. Now we'll look at the bonuses. Skill bonuses. Eh, my IQ is nine, so I get no generic skill bonus. Save versus psionics in my in my human form, no. But because of my RCC bonuses in my nightbane form, I in my morphous form, I get a plus three. Uh trust intimidate. No, my MA is not high, it's zero. Uh damage bonus. In my human form, plus two because of my 17 strength. In my morphous form, plus 12 because it adds 10. That is wow. not counting the, I think it's also 3d6 plus 12 just for a punch. Oh, no. Uh, and adding adding a d6 because of the crystal. So it ends up being 4d6 plus 12. 
which is because you're supernatural nonsense. Yes. Because supernatural strength. Now strike parry dodge bonus. This, this one I did, I did miscalculate because, uh, because athletics gave me a plus one to roll with punch fall, uh, parry and dodge. So I should have a plus one bonus to parry and dodge. And in my morphous form, I get a plus two to strike plus three to parry plus three to dodge or plus four to dodge if I'm in the air. Because remember, my bat wings, when I'm in the air, I get a plus one more to dodge, right? Mm -hmm. And then to disease, I get a plus one because of my morph, because of my, because my Nightbane RCC in my human form, plus three in my Morphous form. Magic, plus two, plus four. Psionics, plus zero, plus three. Roll with Punch Fall, plus four, plus seven. That's because of wrestling and, and athletics. Initiative, nothing. Or in my Morphous form, plus one. Now, armor, none. I don't have any. I'm out of high school. I can't afford that crap. I got 1300 bucks. You know how much a good pair of body armor cost? That No, I ain't got that kind of money. Race, Nightbane. Age, 18, sex, male. Height, 5'8", 140. 5'8", 140. He has 4% body fat. <laughs> he is all sinew and muscle. He makes me look fat with these skinny ass arms. Exactly. <laughs> and he's small. And his his uh, his uh, uh, his coach made sure of that so he'd be in in a, in a lower weight class and dominate. So you're maintaining your fighting weight, huh? Exactly. That's why he got a scholarship to his state university under wrestling. Well, junior college probably, and, but okay. <laughs> and then he turned into a nightbane. Yeah, on the wrestling mat. <laughs> no, no, he didn't do that. But he turned into a nightbane. And his whole world got tipped upside down. Now his his future is in question. His all of his plans for his life are are all up in the air, and he is super angsty and bitter. So that's where that's that's where I'm starting from role playing wise. Super angsty and bitter, and enemies right now. Everyone he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I mean he. Uh, right right now he's a he thinks he's a monster so normal people are he he's thinking frankenstein pitchforks and and uh and torches are coming after him so he doesn't know what the hell to do he thinks everyone's after him so he's trying to keep everything a secret and then we go to nightbane abilities and you see that nightbane abilities and below that are are my uh all of the roles I made for his physical morphous form, the bat wings, the crystal structure, the biomechanical armor, the glowing eyes. Then we go to skills. You see all my skills, 55%, 70. You've, you've seen all this before. Then we go to the related skills and you see all my related skills. And that, that is it for this character sheet. I mean, of course there's, there's more there's uh, on a, on a more robust character sheet, you would have your, you know, total bonus to hit with punches, with kicks, with claw attack, total damage. You roll so to that. be fair, the base, character sheet in palladium books sucks like i don't think there's one character sheet in any palladium book like official character sheet that's any good on the flip side of that if you get if you have excel and get their downloadable ones they're actually pretty damn good yes but the ones in the book are hot garbage it's true it's true and i didn't use the one in the book even though it did have all of the 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 weapon areas where you could put the bonuses and stuff because the type the type was so small I'd have to make my my all of my text boxes so small I wouldn't be able to read it. And you can barely read it now on this page. You would definitely not be able to read it at all if if I use the actual character sheet in the back of the book. 
But that is that is it. That is that is the Nightbane character. And I think at the end, while his hit points are still kind of low, his SDC is so high that uh, I think it's worth it. Now, also, I want you to look at uh, his his uh, horror factor went from six to thirteen. Still not not as good as Max. Max had a, Max had bonuses up to twenty two. And you know what? I still, I still have that note card somewhere. I'm going to make that character at some yeah, point. You know what? I, as as a game master, I hate taking away bonuses or good things from people they randomly rolled. I hate doing that. So if if the rule says you cannot have a horror factor above 18, I'll say fine. You cannot have a horror factor above 18. But you're not losing those four points. People saving against your horror factor are at a minus four. That's what I would do Okay. as a game master. Interesting house rule. Yeah, that's what I would do. Because I don't want to take something away that you didn't try and game. You just randomly rolled into it. I'm not going to take that away. You, you could have easily randomly rolled the other way and I'd make you take that. So what the hell? I'm not going to I'm not going to screw you over. So that's what I do. But I didn't have to make that call with this one because you only got to 13 anyway. But still, a normal person is probably not going to make this roll. They're they're not going to roll a thirteen or higher on a on a d twenty because most people have no bonuses, so you know Vegas odds say that uh, they're going to be pissing themselves, looking at you. And I get it. So that is the uh, Nightbane character. I hope I uh, hope everyone can see that you know, just like all my other character creations before, your initial stats and your end result can easily be considered night and day and that's not even counting the 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 nightbane form the the amorphous form oh yeah yeah even even without the nightbane form you know my i still ended up with exceptional strength so you know that that's good and, and then that yeah, thing says i've been making these rifts characters as we go into rifts in a couple of weeks here oh yeah like every occ like all right if you don't already have a 24 just give yourself a 24 like wait what that's pretty high (laughs) yeah raise if if you're if your status if this stat is below 20 raise to 20 you know that happens all the time but the only reason i i said he got a scholarship was because of his exceptional strength if i didn't have exceptional strength at the end i couldn't justify a scholarship because a scholarship is for people who are exceptional i technically fit that role so that's why in my backstory, I said he got a scholarship and it was ruined because now he's turned to a not turned to a monster. He doesn't know what to do. And he's just pissed off at the world. Is he an alcoholic? <laughs> not yet, but he not might yet. turn into one. Let's say he's not old enough yet. <laughs> yeah, But with, with a, with a fit, with a physical endurance of six, he's going to get liver cancer pretty quick. <laughs> His his liver is well, gonna die, and he'll cirrhosis just get and he'll take. get drunk pretty quick too. Oh, he'll I'm get t- drunk pretty quick, yeah. And but <laughs> but the cirrhosis is gonna take him. It's gonna get him. All right. Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns out there in chat? If not, we'll we can you can hold on to him till segment three. Also, uh, for the folks that watch this later, what do you think of uh, his character creation video? And uh, the. Again, the reason why I mentioned the comment that I, I mentioned earlier uh, during this segment was mostly for the people who talk later or comment later. Exactly as one of the comments that he got the other day, but it's on his on his uh, Beyond the Supernatural character where the guy was like, I'd have thrown that character out and just started over. Like, why? Like, 
there's no no reason to like you don't have to have all these uh just incredible stats stack. and that's yeah. also why i do get a little butthurt when people are like well i let my characters roll 46 re-roll ones like what is the point of that like just to make them feel better for for no reason for literally no reason yeah there's no downside you're just giving your players upside why because you because you want to bow and scrape to them don't do that I mean, you're, you're talking olympic level gymnasts or, or you know olympic level quality when you start reaching 18 and yeah. technically if you're just amazingly lucky one of a kind in the freaking world type person you can get up to a 30 in most of these games yes. you have to roll perfectly in order for that to happen yes, yes. you have to but, roll you know three sixes a six another and six, a six and a six yep uh but and it but is you can do it so and then on top of that take uh weightlifting wrestling boxing whatever else there's just no I feel like I only rolled 14 and under. Great. You have an awesome character. Look what I did with my duck. Remember the duck from after the bomb? And honestly, what the funny thing is, my duck has still to this day, zero attributes that give a bonus. Zero. But people like the duck. Why do people like the duck that gets zero bonuses, but don't like your beyond the supernatural character that actually gets a couple of bonuses? Yeah, it gets a few bonuses there. You know, like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. But uh, yeah. Uh, at, at the end, you know, the beginning and end, especially the night Bane character, he turned from like, oh God, this, this guy's not going to be a fighter to at the end, like, let's see, 312 SDC plus 40, whenever he wants. So it ends up being 352 and, uh, all these bonuses to hit, to dodge, uh, this amazing amount of damage be because of his crystal and spikes and, and crystal knuckles. Uh, yeah, he's a fighter. He's a fighter. Definitely. He's a brawler. All right. Now, one of the things I do want to mention, because the, the next game we're going into is Rifts. Rifts, at least in the Rifts Ultimate, not in the, not in the original book or the 30th anniversary edition, uh, but in, in the Rifts Ultimate book, a lot of these things that we say don't happen or even do happen are kind of turned on their head. Yes. The biggest in, one in the being... Newer in the newer version of rifts, there is a downside to having low stats. Yeah. But, but it's still five or less. <laughs> like it's not yeah, like, okay, really it starts at seven. Bad. Yeah. You really got to roll bad. But to, to be fair, I think with my, with my, uh, beyond the supernatural character, I did have a four. Yeah. I had a well, four but, to five. Yeah. But it started at a four and you were able to get out and of I'll that. Four. Raise it up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it over a five? Cause at that point, a six or higher is still the same. You know? Like, yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, I guess that will end our segment one then. Do I have any little things on here to say at the end of segment other than uh, like, subscribe, share? You guys know the deal. Links are in the description below. That's our schedule posit. And, you know, we believe in hashtag RPGate. And you already know what that means. If not, just, just look it up. You'll find it. You'll find it. And all the people complaining about it. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, yeah, so I need to get something to drink badly. Okay, I will, uh, I will entertain the folk. All right, sounds good. Uh, Violent Solves Everything says, Rifter 19, uh, pages 37 to 42, go mental. It gives mental stat boost to certain skills. Oh, okay, it's, a, it's, a, it's an add-on if the Game Master wants to. Certain skills in a, in a common sense type of type type environment would technically raise your ma me iq stuff like that as well i get it i get it like uh like seduction if you take the skill seduction 
it would make sense if your mental affinity would go up because now you're 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 better at influencing people. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. If you take a skill, uh, just a made-up skill like puzzle solving or or the Sudoku skill, maybe you can justify your IQ going up. Maybe. I could see that. Oh, advanced mathematics gives a plus one IQ. Okay. Yeah. Math advanced gives a plus one IQ. I I would fight that as not as not being realistic, but I understand it. So if a GM decided to do that, um, I wouldn't say that's that's stupid. But yeah, I get it. If you want to raise your mental endurance, what 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 skill would you get? And try and justify it. Um is there something that is there a skill out there that has you resist pain or torture or something like that? Hmm. I can't think of one off the top of my head. And I don't have the book in front of me to scroll through the skills right now. But if there is a skill that uh that helps you resist, you know, torture or or uh is like meditation, maybe meditation as a skill, I would say would increase your mental endurance. I could go with that. I could see it. Oh, Max says the uh, the advanced mathematics may be a bonus to IQ, but it should be a minus to charisma, which is understandable because if you uh, to mental affinity, because uh, if you spend all your time learning, you know, advanced physics and stuff like that, you don't have time for interacting with normal human folk. So you wouldn't be as good at it. I, I understand that. You know, give give and take. I I like that idea. I like that idea. Meditation, art, and play musical instrument gives plus one Emmy. I don't know about play musical instrument. Uh, again, that would be MA because everyone knows that that Chad, the the uh, the head of the football team, always knows how to play guitar or a saxophone, and that just that just draws chicks. Well, that's so, also even how some of the nerds got chicks too. Was yeah. like oh, he can't do anything, but he plays guitar. Oh, there you go. Then and then and then chicks swoon. So I would say that would raise me, not I mean uh, ma, not me. But meditation definitely art. Uh, I'm on the fence on that one, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go with play musical instrument to give to give mental endurance. I wouldn't do that. So yeah, there we are. I suppose we can do segment two today. What what's it gonna be? Well, did you see what was posted in Discord as an idea? No. How MMOs aren't role playing games. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. We're not gonna cover that. Oh. <laughs> but it did remind me that I had another rainy day segment. Okay, great. Oh let me uh, let me get rid of this. Hang on. Okay, I need a new mouse. This this wireless mouse is just freaking out. I put new batteries in it yesterday. Do you have one of those that you actually have to set up the uh the band or not the the frequency? No. No, no I have a dongle that plugs into the back. There. All right. Um you know, I'm gonna put this over here. You can be in charge of chat. 
Okay. Just, I'm putting this over here. I may have read this article. I may not have. I don't know. But let's. Uh, oh, the comment section didn't happen because there were no comments again on his nightbane. Oh, <laughs> nobody comments on your nightbane on your our palladium stuff. It's like, oh, okay. All right, for segment two today, we are going to talk about are video games ruining your role playing? At least that's the article I'm about to read. It's uh, one of our rainy day segments. That means it's been sitting in my queue for a while, and we just kind of have these rainy day segments when there's nothing crazy happening that for us to opine about. We're like, okay, let's let's see what this person says about uh, our video games ruining your role playing. Well, this is going to be a short segment. The answer is yes. All right, segment's over. Didn't even get out of the splash screen. There it is. <laughs> well, let's see what this article says, and let's see if okay, we agree okay. with it. All right, all right. Of course, that's our disclaimer. I love going to other people's discords that don't realize that I'm on their discords and they're like, you know, the Legion of Myth people, I actually kind of like what they present out there until I see that they don't like pronouns. <laughs> I'm like, it makes me want to respond back like, uh, you're right. You're right. Take your neo pronouns and shove them up your asshole because uh, they are not going to be used here ever. And uh, check our media and discord links below can uh, buy our merchandise, donate to our charity, or check us out on alternative media. And that is our schedule. That's great. Thursdays and Saturdays, wonderful, wonderful heathen dog action with a few other Legion of Mythers. Legion of Mythers? Is that the thing? Is that what we call ourselves? Legion of Mythers? That sounds weird. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> with, with Legionnaires. Legionnaire. Yeah, Legionnaire. They're, they're Legionnaires uh, out there. We're currently playing Dungeons and Dragons online. And then Sundays and Fridays, we uh, talk tabletop role-playing games. And theoretically, you're watching that now. Yes. Okay. Share this screen. And let's see what this gentle person says. Nope, that's not the screen. Here's the screen. About. Yeah, sorry. I was at Ian World. I know. I know people are going to have thoughts just about that in and of itself. Uh, are video games ruining your role-playing and who wrote this uh oops click to expand okay god god ah, that's bad is this is the author up here uh, i love video games but they might be causing some some suboptimal habits in our tabletop role-playing so what's the gm to do about already i don't like that there's no such thing as suboptimal okay well, i don't know Again, who this writer that, is but that 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 right there is a video game term, not a role playing term. We just talked about that with the with the Palladium stats. There's no such thing as suboptimal. Well, I think there is, because optimal means the best, uh, and there is a way to not necessarily be the best. I just don't think that suboptimal means non viable. But that's, that's always been my word: is viable. Is the character I'm, viable? And as you prove with Palladium by rolling an eight with two eights and a four. The character is absolutely not only viable, but still pretty dang tough. Yep. So. All right. Let's hope this article isn't too long. I did not read it before this segment. And if I ever did read it, it was months ago. And let's see what this says. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this advice. Way back yeah. when, video games and RPGs weren't too different. Oh, that's never. No, no, no. Never been true. Even when no. I played the SSI games, they were very different. <laughs> 
like like you were railroaded down a path um uh, you couldn't use imagination especially remember the old sierra games when you had type in go north yeah <laughs> uh, get item you know whatever no you were very limited in those games they're very different one is based on your complete imagination the other one you have to find the trick in order to move forward so uh the video games often focused on killing stuff and getting treasure. So did Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, and so did plenty of dungeon modules. Okay, there we go. But it wasn't very long before tabletop games moved into more narrative and character-driven play, which video games had a hard time following. Which is understandable because you have to program a game to, to, to respond to your actions, and you can only program so many actions or so, so many responses. Yeah, so right. I get it. Yeah. And I mean, let's look at something right now. Crafty ran through my uh, a simple rescue module that I wrote for Forbidden Lands, right? And he solved it in a way that I never, ever, ever would have prepared for. Well, his group solved it. Well, anyway, I never would have prepared for. Hey, what happens if we collapse crap? What? Okay. <laughs> you know? So a gun dungeon master can sit there and say, okay, how do I want to respond to that? And this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Whatever. A computer game goes tilt, tilt, tilt insufficient uh or insufficient data well some video games like dragon age have tried to mirror role-playing you still only get a selection of options in interaction and True. they're very railroady options but you know to be fair the original bioware games i stress the word original bioware games were actually really darn good especially for the time because it didn't try to solve every possible action you could think about it pretty much had a high road middle ground low road good mm -hmm. neutral evil something like that you know, three ways to go, which I think is fair for a computer game. Right. Nowadays, tabletop gaming has branched well beyond the elements that have been automated in video games. For players coming from video games, those elements can cause a biased approach to tabletop gaming that might make the game less fun. Below are some examples. What's that? Uh, I, hope, I hope he's going somewhere with this. <laughs> we'll see. Below are some examples of how video game creep can affect tabletop RPG playstyles and how to address them. Okay. All right. First one, the plot will happen regardless. If just based by this headline here, I think I'm going to disagree, but I think Heathen Dog's going to agree. What are your thoughts? Before we even read on. Well, no, I, I think before I read it, I think I know where he's going with this. In okay. a video game, you can do all the side quests, take all the time you want, and the main quest will just sit and wait for you. But in a role-playing game, time still advances the main quest still goes on even if you're not doing it and just i think you would agree the lich king's gonna attack when the lich king attacks if you if you haven't done the main plot then you're not ready for it and you're all gonna die so i find this hilarious because you're using my gaming style to talk about this and i'm about to use your gaming style to talk about this which is nice. you have your start here middle point end point right Yep. The plot's going to happen regardless of what if you try to go out here the plot's just gonna yep. i'm gonna you steer know. you back yeah. I'm gonna steer you back. But in a video game, you don't need to be steered back. You can just keep doing side quests, get to level 50, and then just roll through the main quest like it was nothing. In a role-playing game, you just can't do that. All right, let's see what uh this person says. Well, no one likes an in interminable. Is that a word? Okay. Is well, no one likes an interminable planning session. They do at least remind us that players are not just participating but driving the story. Okay. 
Let's see. Yeah, let's see where this goes before I call In a video yeah. game, the story happens whether you like it or not. You just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other and the story will happen regardless. So the bad habit here is a desire for players to just move on, assuming the GM just gives the plot to them as they go. Hmm. Okay, he's gone, he's gone a different way than I thought he was going to, but okay. I want to finish this paragraph, because, but remind me in case I forget what I was going to say, that to me, he's speaking to grognards. Okay. Okay. Uh, this often comes unstuck in an investigative RPG where the players need to plan and consider, but it can cause problems in any game. Just pushing ahead will often clue in the bad guys about what's going on. Worse, without some effort to uncover clues, the players will just be floundering, wondering why the plot hasn't miraculously appeared. Okay, okay. So where he's getting at with this is that if you're coming from a video game background, the plot and all the clues you need to solve it are spoon-fed to you mm -hmm. by the NPCs, by 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 the simple act of doing by a red border the around the note that's sitting on the desk yeah exactly right so everything is spoon-fed to you you don't have to actually use any forethought or in or you know out of the box investigation skills seemingly out of the box investigation skills to to find out exactly everything you need to know okay i, I get it now i get it now and i i agree that 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 is a big difference between video game and and uh tabletop rpg without knowing how he's going to finish this uh, up in the next paragraph or two or three or whatever uh just based on this one this honestly is not just an issue with computer games but i actually feel that the grognards that yell at us i know we could be considered grognards well that's fine but they yell at us about ah, all dungeons and dragons is you're playing a role if you're just kicking indoors and rolling your abilities that computer games I, when when they talk about the nonsense, like you're just playing a board game, you're just playing a computer game. You forgot that there's a role play aspect to that, which includes like the investigative games, possibly going way outside the scope of whatever the dungeon master was initially thinking about. Because as one person, even if you bounce ideas off other people, you're still limited. And again, the whole crafty thing, I never would have thought of somebody trying to cause a cave in. You know, as an example, that wasn't wasn't anywhere in any sense of the idea because of how that adventure is supposed to work but it worked for his group and you have to be prepared for that we're in a computer game you can't and i'm not saying no grognard ever would have thought about that but i'm talking about the ones who are like oh my god just just kick in the door and kill them i'm not waiting for you to talk all day let's just kill it you know that i'm talking about those kind of people right what i guess they now call murder hobos um, to get players out of this mode, the GM might have to be initially a bit more obvious with clues. No. Almost to the point of putting a helpful flashing icon over them so players can find them. See, that that's just perpetuating the problem. Yeah. The key here is to get them looking for clues and trying to understand the plot rather than... Oh, no. Oh, anyway, uh, other than assuming inaction will solve the adventure regardless. By the way, a good plot isn't blatant. I mean, it could be. You know that ultimately you want to defeat evil bad guy or whatever, right? In a simplistic yeah. one. But all the machinations going on and all the drivers of that don't actually have to be blatantly in your face. What's the plot? What are we doing? Role play. You know, uh, move the adventure forward. Go left. Go right. I don't care, but make a damn decision. Once players remember the clues will not come to them, they will start trying to find them again. Again, the first time they get their butt kicked and realize that they could have, you know, oh, we could have used that clue. Or we, oh, we could have got some information or maybe we should have checked over there first. I don't know. I don't like the idea of spoon feeding them. 
at the same time, if a player is new, and I'm stressing the word new player, I do like to help out new players with what they can do. Can I do this? Stop asking what you can do. Tell me what you want to do. No. That, no, no additional thoughts on that? No, that's... Okay, okay. That's fine. Now, next one. Nothing is too much for us. Oh, let me oh, yeah, guess. That, that, is, that gets parties killed. Yeah. This is going to be about walking blindly into something, isn't it? Ah, oh, we can take Roy it. Jenkins. It was put here, and, and every fight is balanced. <laughs> That's my guess. Not every fight is balanced, brother. Sorry. Yeah. With the option to save and return to a tough problem. Oh, yeah, this is what it's going to be. <laughs> the option to save and return to a tough problem. Video games offer the idea that any character can potentially tackle anything that is thrown at him. <laughs> After all, the hero of a video game is, pre is a pre-generated character with all the right skills, or at least the means of acquiring them. This is also coupled with the fact that if the video game throws an army of zombies at you, then you expect to be able to fight them off. Really? No problem is insol insoluble? It dissolves in water? Uh, doesn't <laughs> dissolve in water. I think they meant yeah. insurmountable. Or insolvable? I don't know. So no problem. You're right. It is, isn't, uh, doesn't uh, dissolve in water. But anyway, no problem is insoluble as long as you are prepared to persevere. Okay, just, just uh, keep trying yeah. again and again and again and again. Yeah, the, with your the, new characters. Yeah, th this really shouldn't be a problem because on day one, you should tell them, listen, um, if your character dies, you're going to make another one. What? Yeah. Because we're a low level and the odds of you getting resurrected are <laughs> practically nothing. So uh, well, you'll be getting another one. One of the things I think is a mistake, and I've been accused of this mistake, even though nobody's seen me run a game, and that's of... Oh, you always want epic. You always want epic. No, I want the characters to become epic. You, yes. when, when you're at first level, you know what you're doing? You rest, you're doing FedEx missions that'll throw a, you know, a, a problem solving, whether it's a combat or a negotiation, whatever in there. You're rescuing kittens from trees and you're killing the rats, rats in the basement. Why? Because that's what you do. <laughs> you know, you're, you're doing these simple things. Because you're, you're a simple adventurer. You cannot be trusted with things that are hard yet because you are not hard either. And also, as everybody knows, how I have you roll your attributes, the type of gear I let you have starting off isn't epic. You have to earn that. So I'm not going to try to kill you day one. <laughs> you know, I want you to survive, but I want you to go, oh, my God, those rats. Did you see it? There? It was like three feet long. <laughs> it bit my ankle off. You know, you know I want you to have that. Uh, then as you start leveling up and you become more powerful and more confident, more cohesive as a group, then bigger problems get thrown at you all right well perseverance isn't a bad trait sometimes the player character shouldn't attempt to face all obstacles with brute force correct fair the gm might have to put them against insurmountable odds because they should be retreating fair. or just one big ass troll that you're like huh uh, no i left all the ovens on <laughs> right right i left your ovens on too i better go help you <laughs> Uh, they assume putting 100 zombies in a room will make it pretty clear the way is blocked. <laughs> then get surprised when PCs draw swords and dive in. I, I, gotta, I gotta say Bruce Lombardo here for a moment. His half PK. I still think that is one of the best storytelling experiences ever when it comes to that. Half the party, only half the party went through a portal. Hey, there's a portal here. Let's walk through it. I don't think it's a good idea. Let's walk through it. I don't think it's a good idea. Half the party walked through it. The other half said, that's not a good idea. They get there. <laughs> Blue Dragon on the other side. Blue Dragon says, oh, hi. Um, you're about to be crispy fried, but I'll let you go because I'd rather not waste my time with you if you just drop all your stuff. They said, all right, I guess we're going to have to fight. Well, they dropped their stuff and their lives. 
could have just walked back. The dragon was just said, strip, drop all your crap, and get out. And they wouldn't do it. And there are three players making new characters. They had an out. Remember how I always say, always give them an out? Had an out. Yep. All they do is say, yep. okay. <laughs> it's just like in a horror movie. You never go in the basement by yourself. Oh, he's just going to check on the fuse. It'll be fine. No, mother, I'm taking everything. I'm taking everybody with me. And you never sleep with the hot cheerleader in the woods. No, no, <laughs> no. If there, if if you are, if you are in the cabin in the woods situation, <laughs> you abstain that weekend. All right, keep it. It's in your hard, pants. I know, but <laughs> keep it in your pants. Uh, the the blonde is slutty and wants you bad, but it just means you're gonna die. <laughs> uh, then they're even more confused when the PCs accuse. Uh, oh, accuse the game master of killing off their characters by putting too many monsters in when no one forced them to fight it. Yeah, see, yeah. Heathen Dog has said that a few times to me. Like, Google players get mad at you as a dungeon master. I'm like, they can be as mad as they want. <laughs> like, like, I don't care if players get mad at me for that. That was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Your third level, there's a red dragon. I don't know why there's a red dragon there, but let's go with it. Well, it's evil. I gotta kill it. I'm a paladin. Uh, no. Some people say God is evil, too. You're not gonna kill him, are you? No, all right. I'm gonna then. try. You're gonna try. You're gonna you're gonna fail. It's gonna be horrible. And you know it's a good teacher. Your character dying once. Yes, yes, that is an excellent uh, example for the for the future character. You're welcome. <laughs> it's it's hard for some players to realize that retreat is also an option. Oh, they learn quickly. But if you're used to facing and defeating supposedly insurmountable odds, it's unlikely you'll think of making a run for it. This attitude, or, or you know, my, one of my favorites is, Sheris and I do this a lot in computer games. Think we can take it? No? Want to try? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, then, and then you're in over your head, and you're like, I can't get away, I want to get away. Too late now, buddy. Too late now. Yeah. Uh, this attitude might also give some players the idea that any character can do anything leading to some spotlight hogging. Oh, I, uh, we know somebody that's like that. Uh, when they try to perform actions clearly suited better to other characters. At this Stay point... In your lane. Yeah. yeah, stay in your lane. Exactly. It's one of the reasons, honestly, I, I know, look, I prefer skill-based games to class-based games overall. All right, especially in like a sci-fi setting. Fantasy, I actually kind of like class-based games better. I just do. But one of the things I really like about class-based games is know your role. Yeah. And I think that's it's an important facet to have in the game. It doesn't make them superior, but it definitely, it, it lends something to the game where, you know, how we talk about a lot, like stop playing against type. It's just a yeah. stupid trope. Don't play against type. If you're meant to be the cleric, that doesn't mean you have to be a heel bot, but do clerical stuff. Tr stop trying to be the wizard or the fighter or the thief. Uh, you know, if you're the thief, stop trying to be the wizard, you know, whatever. You know, just stay in your lane and do what you're supposed to do. Within that lane, use all the possibilities that you can come up with. Sure. But, uh, and I think characters here trying to be in glory hogs like i can do that too and i'm not even that role well how about you know what the guy whose role that that is because when you screw up because you have a 20 percent chance just because you can do it doesn't mean you're going to and he's yeah. got a 70 percent chance and you screw up and now you're poisoned because you thought you could disarm a lock but you couldn't <laughs> hey can you heal me that looks bad yeah Whew. sorry about that bro but we're going to get in here and get the treasure. If you're live and we come back out, you'll get your cut. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, da, da, da. So at this point, the GM can only remind them retreat is an option. Why remind them? I mean, am I being a little too close-minded here when I, when I think this? Like, why well, remind them? With the, 
with with every new group you you should one time do the do the classic gm line are you sure you want to do that (laughs) that is all the reminding they need if they can't pick up on that fuck them but you can't you can't abuse that though either no that's just like i said you know once in a while you, you you let them know that this is not this is probably not a good idea you say are you sure you want to do that it's all you know and one of them is going to go hang on, hang on. Wait a second. <laughs> no no nope i've seen this movie no nope. oh, you, you know what my favorite is is when the character and I, by favorite i mean this is stupid it's when the character's like okay i don't know man uh, on a one to ten i do it on an 11 to 20 i don't all right i got a two i'm not going it you know it's make a decision yeah <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, commander cheese option, or that the thief should probably have first call and lock. Pick. Hey, <laughs> I did not read ahead. I did not read ahead. If they ignored that warning, then they'll eventually get the message after losing a couple more characters. Right? This is exactly how I feel. This guy, this person, I don't know if it's a guy or not because I didn't see who wrote it. Corone. Corone. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Well, you know, hover over it. Uh, it. It popped up. Some, well, just remember, he is gender neutral, so I can go with that. Adventure from London. I'm going he. I'm going he because he is gender neutral. Look it up in Merriam Webster. It's there. Um, yeah. Anyway, so what what this uh, person said, I, I agree with him so yeah. far. Like, uh, like he's not, I mean, he's not hammering anything home, but he's at least putting enough out there where it's not making me angry, right? Yeah. So the GM should try and coax more options out of the player and make a point of rewarding more lateral thinking in their part. And I think you and I actually both do this. Yeah. Like we give yeah. a bonus experience for, for uh, out of the box thinking, yeah. you know, they're, they're, in, in fact, uh, a lot of the games we, we play uh, have uh, experience point gain for a good idea, even if it didn't work. Yeah. And earth done actually has uh, a lot of times you get legend points when the characters solve this, give them 50 experience points. You know, and I, I like to give a little tweak of a bonus to the person who actually came up with the idea. But yeah, okay, the party got this. That's worth, you know, whatever legend points in there. So I, I absolutely do things like that. I think it's important. And yes, I give role playing uh, experience points. I don't give gold experience points. I think that's stupid. Yeah, I don't do that either. Experience for treasure. Come on, you got the treasure. That's bonus enough. Right now, but there, to be fair, if you're playing something like first edition, you have classes actually based on you need yeah. that um yeah. I, I usually wrap it up wrap it up uh, into more role playing though you know i find ways yeah i get you uh, so all right now somebody said i'm waiting for options well there may be several ways to defeat a problem and the players know this they may not be used to thinking for the, themselves thinking of them for themselves they'll expect the gm to suggest several ways to defeat any obstacle or interact with an npc rather than think of them themselves oh god this is easy to spot as the GM will notice that any clues or suggestions they make, oops, I just said they, are always followed rather than taken as a helpful starting point. Yeah, look, if the game master has to sit there and say, hey, did you guys do this? Hey, did you guys do that? Have you thought about doing this? And I used to be guilty of this. Why, why, are, you, why are you covering the, the screen? <laughs> what are you doing back there? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of of like hey check over there or maybe you could have done this now what uh what i will do and i oh okay what i will do and heathen dog does this to some degree as well is uh like you used to have that common sense role yeah i i might give some sort of perception check this is where i would use a perception check right where 
I wouldn't say, hey, you notice that there's a piece of paper that you should read hiding in the underwear drawer or something like that, but no. But I might say, you know what? Something seems off. Something, something more should have happened around here. But I never do it in the room that it happens in. Because that's too much of a giveaway. It's like, mm. you've gotten this far. You knew you came here for a reason. Something just isn't clicking for you as to why you can't find the secret door or why you can't find what you, the, the, the amulet that you came here for or whatever. Never do it in the room that it's in, though. And even then, somebody has to make the perception check. Or, on the flip side, if a character says, hey, I want to look for secret doors, and there's one there where the character is searching, I usually don't even have them roll. Depend depending on the race. I mean, if it's a thief, yes. If it's an elf, yes. You know, if it's uh, some... It's a you dwarf, know, probably. But if, if, it's, if it's magically hidden... Right, right, right. Probably still make them... I, I've like I've never liked the idea of like especially when I make the secret door like oh man they just all would have made their rolls so they would have found it like no 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 like if you're looking in the right area it takes time you'll find it now if you're under duress you're being attacked while you're trying to look for it you know the, and they're holding off the hordes of monsters trying to come at you that's a whole different story but you get you get what I'm saying right it's a whole yeah. duress concept like if you're not under duress don't roll uh, if you are under duress well th then you do roll. But there are there are tricks that you can do without giving away the farm. Yeah, I, I you just don't want to point to him and say, "Did you check the dresser? Did you look behind the mirror?" Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's that's hand holding. No. But if you say something like, "Just uh, just be aware, guys," and I'm only saying this for new players. I'm not saying this for experienced players. Hey, you guys didn't check everywhere. I I know you said you wanted to you wanted to check everywhere, but you didn't check everywhere. So is there anywhere else you guys want to look? Uh, and again, I like to do stuff like that even when there's nothing in the room because I don't want them to always know that I'm hinting at, oh, you missed something, you know. Anyway. All right, let's... Uh, they expect the GM to suggest several ways to defeat an obstacle interact with... Okay, I read that. CC spot. Okay, did that. Okay, the simple answer is to stop offering options. Yes. And let the players think of them... themselves. Jesus Christ. <laughs> think of them themselves. After all, RPGs are not multiple choice. They should be infinite choice. I don't know about infinite, but yeah, I get, I get the idea. I, I, I get where you're going. I'm just not picking up what you're putting down, but all right, yeah. fine. Go ahead. Infinite might be a little bit much, but yeah. Yeah. So the GM might also make a point of throwing the question back to the players and ask them what they will do about the encounter. Okay. I mean, you know, if there's something I kind of agree with Shauna on. GM style, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like questions so much. I just want to know what you want to do. What, what is it your character is attempting? And if you guys are talking, deciding amongst yourselves, like, hey, should we do this? I even like that more. I will give you time to role play that. I'm not going to give you half the entire session. But if you want to sit there and think things through and plot things through, I'm all for that because that's, that's you know, role playing. Yeah. But as far as like, can we do this? Or is there something I'm missing? I don't know. What do you want to, you know, what are you, who are you looking for? I described what you do. You need me to describe what's in the room again. Do you need me to tell you what's going on around you? Do you need me to tell you about the, the black cloud that's hovering over your head and getting closer? What do you need? Me, you know, what, what do you need from me that I didn't describe well enough where you're confused? Uh, the GM might also make a point of throwing the question back to the players and ask them what they would do about the, okay, I read that. Uh, the GM might offer clues if asked, hmm. well, they should try and keep the focus on, Players thinking of a way through rather than giving them clues. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, for, 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 for new players, you know, throwing them a bone here and there is good. I can see that. By the, by the way, Patrick Barnes is a new member of Legion of Myth. Thank you very much, Patrick Barnes. Thank if you, Patrick. Uh, if you were a member yesterday and we're watching or Friday and we're watching the members only, you could have possibly won a prize. But we'll have them again. We'll do it again next month, maybe. We'll see. It all depends on how many people watch. If two people watch, I'm not giving away a prize. No, but you know, if we if we got a nice chunk of people watching, yeah, we'll give away another prize. Now, gaming in every medium. The issues above aren't a problem if that's how you all want to play. But they do put a lot of pressure on the GM to hand out all the answers and takes away the player agency. That has nothing to do with player agency, by okay. the way. No. Because player agency is, has always been there. They're just not utilizing it. Uh, takes away the player's a agency to interact and influence the story. So it is worth taking a look at your group's gaming habits, okay? Particularly new players and reminding them that although video game RPGs and tabletop RPGs have a lot in common, they should be played differently. Okay, generally, I'm I'm on board with most of this. You know, you you've actually you've actually chosen an article that I don't immediately hate and and want someone's family to be burned to the ground. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to fuck himself off a bridge with Dan. Yeah, no, he's he's fine. He, you know, he's stay on he's, the bridge, stay on stay the bridge, bridge. Caroni or whatever your bridge. name was. <laughs> Get some popcorn. Watch, watch Dan. Watch Dan. Yeah, I, the only thing I think my only issue with this article is that it it really didn't hit home anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I want to say it was, they were soft takes, but I don't feel like he drove anything like, this is the problem, this is the fix. And maybe that wasn't right. the intent of the article, but... Maybe it was just to make GMs aware of the problem yeah. so they can make their own fix. Sure. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Oh well. No. No rants today because there's nothing really to rant about on that no, one. No. That was. That was actually. That was actually a decent article. Wow. First time. Literally first time that I that you've put up an article that I did not have severe severe problems with. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, end this segment for. Oh, we have comments. We have to go through comments. Yeah, I started one of them. Oh well. Okay. Do that. But I mean, like last week comments that we got to talk about. But so oh, go okay. go ahead and, and start your comment. Uh, show us your start comment and. Okay. I'm going to replace this mouse. In, in you want me to get it? I can get it then. Yeah, yeah I can't I even click on shit. What the hell? Oh, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> I'm the cleric, so I'll do the whole party's tax firms and apply for their licenses for adventuring. You know, clerical stuff. Yeah. Okay. Break it. Break it on camera. I oh, need I the clicks. The batteries out. No, I need the clicks. Just go ahead and smash it on something. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Like, like when you almost broke your camera, that still got likes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that did. Well, thank you for doing my tax forms. I'm going to need that soon. Actually, uh, oh, we're in October now. Yeah, this is when I start actually putting all that together. Oops. I have to click on one more comment. Here, let's just click on this one. Uh, Legion Myth, I dislike, can my character do this? It's a, it's a little different than asking, what is the color of the flame coming out of the skull? Well, I don't mind if a character asks what is uh, what is the flame coming out of the skull if I forgot to... If the character thinks describe it's meaningful, it, yeah. although at the same time, if I don't describe it, it's probably just normal flame color. But on the off chance that it's not and it's meaningful to the characters, okay, I, w I don't actually have that kind of a problem asking the question. I have a problem like, can I do this? Because here's the follow-up, and you guys have heard me say this before. Can I do this? Yes, but you're going to be at a severe penalty. Well, then I'm not going to do it. No, no, no. 
the, the right thing is like, I want to do this. I want to slide between his legs and shoot up with my bow. All right. Uh, All right, let's go for it. Yeah, roll, roll, roll your attack roll with a minus six. Well, I wouldn't have done it if I was known as a minus six. I know. So, but, but that's what you hey, said you know you're what? intending on doing. And if you do it, you're going to look fucking awesome. So go for it. Yep. I, I, I hate that. Natural 20, this will be epic. Right. And if you fail, well, uh, people will understand. Well, I should know my odds beforehand. Well, you should no. know. No, first of all, no, you shouldn't. And secondly, you kind of do know your odds. That's tough. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be a hard thing to pull off. Yeah. But I mean, if, if you're level 20 and you have like plus 12 to hit a minus six, eh, it's not so bad for you. you. You probably think you can make it. But if you're level three and you got a plus two to hit, that minus six is going to bone you bad. And you should also know that because you're level three. Right. You can't be doing super cool shit at level three. If you're doing super cool shit at level three, something's wrong. You should be doing, you should be doing stuff just good enough to stay alive. And at the end of it going, it's Miller time, <laughs> right? And, you know, whatever. Yeah. You should be doing that. And then 20, when you're, you when know, you're, oh, I, I, I defeated the undead horde. Eh, it's Tuesday, you know, whatever. That's different. You know, right. Level 20. I, I love uh, some of my favorite moments when I'm running a long-term campaign is when the characters look back. Remember when that shit was tough? Like you guys, you guys with the, uh, um, uh, the the zomb uh, the cadaver men. Cadaver men, yeah. Like 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 five cadaver men. You guys are like fourth or fifth circle. Like five cadaver men. Hold on, and you just waste them as you should have. Like oh yeah. god, remember when those things were like a pain in the ass? Yeah. If you if you can't kill them in one hit, they get tough. But yeah. at fourth or fifth circle, you can kill them in one hit. So they're and not even that if tough. you can, even if you can't. Okay, so they've got four attacks, but they have low attack rolls, and yeah. you guys have all these. You start having these powers to get away, you know, to avoid it. You know. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's uh. Let me get. Uh oh. Don't tell me. Oh. Okay. Never mind. I got everything in different windows now. So it's. Give me a moment here. So uh, we have to go through comments from last week. Uh, for last week's. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, it's a fourteen game master. Blah blah blahs. That's the official term. Oh yeah. Of course. All right. Last week's segment two is 14 Game Master Tips. I will make that full screen because we didn't have a segment one. All right. And unlike Heathen Dog, I think I, my mouse is not on the screen, but you still see it on the screen there. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Oh, now it went away. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. So here we go. This is a two-parter. This was actually copy and pasted. This is a two-parter. One, because he didn't paragraph the damn thing. And two, because it's kind of broken into two sections. So we're going to get two comments out, out of Jade. Okay. By the way, if you guys have not subscribed to Jade's Tabletop Tavern, please do so. He's also now the showrunner for Gatekeepers, thank God, because uh, I couldn't continue to herd the cats. I don't have the time. But he's trying to do some really good things with Gatekeepers, so hopefully you guys check that out. So Jade says, You may consider me wrong for doing this, but as a game master who builds worlds and allows players some small, minute portion of world building in their background, as in immediate extended family profession relations contacts i find it easier and faster to get the player engaged into the meat of the game when i pull npcs and information from their backgrounds into the frame of the game session zero is also where i ask what are the character's goals or aspirations so that i know what they are trying to achieve and can plan in those directions or throw major obstacles in the path as a means to challenge their very concepts I then take those goals and tie their threads to my main plot hook adventure, et cetera. That's legitimate. I got, you know, it, it, it's not my style, but I can see how it can work. So 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more railroady. He's more sandboxy, mm-hmm. but you are actually manipulating the, the, the player into always coming back to your storyline because all of their background is going to be somehow linked to your storyline. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you are like a, like a, you know, manipulative genius. If you can pull this off, that that's great. It's, it's railroading, which I like. It's not my style of railroading. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really evil. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically, you know, uh, setting up all of their choices to, to be whatever you want them to be, which again, I have no problem with, you know, but uh, I, I want, I want you to know what you are. You are manipulate. You are a manipulative bastard who is, who is, which is uh, a compliment who, coming from him, which is a complete compliment coming from me which, uh, because you are, you are railroading your, your characters because any logical in character decision they make, you've already planned to make that part of your plot. So they may think they're making moves, but they're not. They're just they're just running down a track you already laid for them. So as long as long as as you can admit to being a manip- manipulative son of a bitch <laughs> that that actually takes away all of your players' agency, then this is this is a completely valid way to go. I don't know. I think this adds agency. No, they yeah, have no, no choices. No. Well, yeah, they actually they made the choice by saying they're all illusions. They're all per- this person hates me. Oh, I, I I have a problem with this person over there. Well, thank you. I'm so make that part of my story, and you do that at session zero. So before session one even starts, all of their role playing player based choices, you've already you've already found a way to turn it back to your plot. So I only have one exception to this, and it's not really even that major of an exception. I. I generally agree with this, except for I don't like the whole long background nonsense because it's not necessary. Look at the Free League games. The Free League games, well, the Year Zero engine games anyway, build this right in. You make a relationship with each character. And then at least say, uh, well, let's let's use Forbidden Lands first. You have uh, a dark secret, which is intended to be something that the Game Master uses against you. You build that into your character, but it's only a sentence long. And you have a... Uh, pride which is something that you get a bonus to until you screwed up a couple of times then you pick a new pride so um in like the mutant year zero game you have a you build a relationship one sentence long with each of the other players in the party well the characters but you know player characters in the party then you have one npc that you hate and one npc that you uh want to protect all built in one sentence long that's it and it's built into character creation so you don't need a long backstory. You can sit around the campfire and change your backstory. And I kind of like that because, man, I didn't even think about the fact I could have done this instead. I wish I wouldn't have done this at the beginning. Don't do it until it's necessary. What are your family members? How did you lose your land? Why are you out adventuring or whatever? Maybe some of that can be thought of beforehand, but most of it can be thought of, you know, maybe I'm adventuring not because uh, my farm burned down, but because I was accused of an act that I didn't commit, you know, some other trope, right? it's not necessary right away i don't care why you're adventuring <laughs> just tell me what you are you know what you're doing and just we can add on to it. then i can manipulate all that later okay usually when people have a little bit more time to think about it i think they do a better job even with their own backstories i guess is what i'm saying but r- rolling that back to my initial comment though is he says session zero sure because character creation is usually in session zero right yeah uh 
and I mean, because that's how we used to do it back in the day. Let's hey, let's make characters. Well, that's kind of turned into session zero. And you can just play a game that has that built in. I'll be honest with you. I love that step. And if you've watched any of my recent Mutant Year Zero character creation videos, I say that in all of them. I love this step because it prevents the 30 page background, but it still gives me as the game master uh, enough information to say, okay. Are you ready for Jade's second one? Yep. Hit me. Okay. My main plot has the big bad end guy. Moving in the backgrounds, trying to achieve his own goals if the players don't want to get involved with the... Okay. I think he types on a phone, so... Okay. <laughs> makes punctuation. Yeah. Um, if the players don't want to get involved with the big bad uh, at the end, I have... Pla- oh, I have planned, comma. That's fine, because while they're dealing with what they perceive as the big bad guy, they want to tackle another. Movers and shakers keep advancing their goals. Yeah, that was hard to read because, like I said, I think he types on a phone. But yeah. uh, essentially what he's saying there, hey, you can go for the big... Look what you were talking about before. You know, if you don't want to go after the Lich Lord... You don't have to, but uh, just just know that he's he's making moves. And if you're not making moves against him, he's winning. And, you know, then then there's this, and I've done this a couple of times. I never did it to you guys, but I've done this in D&D a couple of times. The more... We'll call them side quests. Side quests that you do that that hurts the enemy, the weaker the enemy is going to be at the end. However, the enemy is still moving forward. So you got to balance this off. Do we keep knocking them out till it's just we fight him? Or do we finally say, you know, we've knocked out enough. I think we can take him and a few of his lieutenants. You know, something like that. I'm oversimplifying, but you get the idea. Uh, yeah. I've done that as well. And I like having that kind of balance in there. I never did that in Earth Done, though, because uh, I never needed to. But I, I've done that in D&D. Advanced strategery. Yeah, yeah. If the PCs never go confront the big bat, then there are consequences of inaction come into effect. Right, and you know we kind of mentioned that. Or it becomes yep. harder to stop the big bat because they ignore it for so long that the whole kingdoms begin to move towards the threat, soaking up all the available resources that the PCs should normally be able to access. Yeah, uh, sorry, adventurers, we were going to pay you 10,000 gold for this, but uh, I had to send three mercenary organizations out there, and they wouldn't do it for less than 10,000 because, you know, if they didn't... threat of being crispy fried by a red dragon was pretty good. You know, or something, right? Or, oh, yeah, I would have I crafted you that sword two months ago, but now I've, I've got orders up the wazoo. I'll pay you this much. Um, me being lynched or hung for treason no your gold does not does not counteract that fair uh all right uh comes out started ignored for long enough uh kingdoms uh what was it uh thus acting as a new hook to introduce the original uh, to reintroduce the original campaign that's kind of like your thing now you might not let them go that far no. but if you were to let them go farther you could just reintroduce it by remember all those all those choices you made <laughs> Well, they've led to this point, and we're yeah. back to where I wanted you anyway. So maybe instead of railroading this far out, you can railroad that far out and bring them back. Yeah, that, eh. see that, uh, going going that far out, it makes me feel like I may have lost control of the group, and I don't like that. So I'm going to keep them, I'm going to keep them in the bowling lane. Okay. Crafty says, games with life. I, I you know, I know a lot of people, I've, I've been getting flack recently about uh, oh let me guess you like games like traveler or twilight 2000 where you can die in character creation yes he does because because those things usually come up because you just had to go one step further didn't yep. you yep 
Yep. I love it all on black. Yep. Just like Wesley Snipes said. And guess what? <laughs> it's only 48% chance to land on black, bitch. <laughs> all right. All you right, ready for the, ready for the last one? This is the one yep. that <laughs> remember this was about dungeon masters. Uh, or, or what was this? Tips. Uh, or, yeah, 14 look. tips for dungeon masters. Yeah. <laughs> And the last comment is, <laughs> I'll let you Speaking read it. Speaking as a woman, we don't find men weak or anything. If they ask uh, if they are go- doing it right under the act, we would normally prefer it instead of just fumbling through and not giving us any pleasure. Just saying, I'm just saying you're wrong. You're, you're lying, but it's not your fault. You think you're telling the truth. That that's the trick about women. Never take advice on how to please a woman from a woman because she'll lie to you. She won't know she's doing it. She'll think she's helping you. But really, if you take her advice, women will see the men as weak every single time and lose all attractiveness. Their 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 nethers will dry up like the Sahara and they'll they'll move on to chatter Tyrone. I'm sorry, sweetheart, sweet summer child, but <laughs> you're just wrong. I really want to have an effect the more you know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that. I just want to put that up there to see how Heathen Dog would react yeah. because what did that have to do with? <laughs> no, I, I, it was an offhand comment I made somewhere somewhere in there Probably. about about uh, the nature of women and and <laughs> stuff like that. And she apparently latched onto that rather than what the article, rather than what the you know video was. Hey, actually maybe about. she's putting that out there because she's frustrated. Guys, it could be. come on. It could be. Yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, The Dane, for the comment. <laughs> and, uh, so there we go. Those were our three comments for segment two. I, I'm, by the way, just because you're a member or just because you post some of this, uh, there are a couple of really long comments in there. And you guys know I like to read the long comments. I can't fit those on, on the slides. So uh, if you want a higher chance of your comment being on the slide, keep it to a paragraph. Um, other than that, I'll respond when I can. Like I said, I tend to like the longer comments, but, uh, I have to get this up. All right. So with that said, where is all my stuff? I can't find anything. Cause I didn't do it at the beginning. All right. You can, uh, refer to the description below. You can find links to various legion sites or social media, discord, merch, etc. Please check this out. Join us and enjoy the swag. Please be sure to like this video and leave a comment. Both of those actions help the channel immensely. And if you have not done so, please subscribe to Legion of Myth and join us on Thursdays and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of amazing adventurers play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. And on Fridays and Sundays, stop by Legion of Myth YouTube channel where we live stream fundamentals and overviews of tabletop role-playing games and provide opinions and commentary on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. And of course, gotta end it with my favorite. We believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds and the focus of your tabletop group should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate, any good tabletop table, tabletop table, I'm going with it, are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and natural, organic inclusion, not force diversity. And are we ready for segment three? Well, are are you ready for a backlash of feminism from that last comment? Uh, No. (laughs) are you the question is are you i didn't say anything oh i'm i'm prepared okay there we go see that but i do have to use the little heathen dog room okay and i might actually get another mouse too because this thing sucks (laughs) 
Well, he's waiting for that. Uh, I will start getting the segment three stuff ready. I won't open it up until Ethan Dog's back. But you know the deal. Join us. Be a follower, subscriber. Pithy one topic or anecdote. Watch the language. Don't go there. I know uh, some people come on here and we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh, really, it should be you make a comment, we respond, you have one follow-up, we do a, a last comment, and then it's over. That, that's, that's how I'm going to do it. So don't come in here with five topics to talk about. I'm not going to allow it. I, I will cut you off. I will be a radio host and cut you off. All right. We get the link, invite, copy, and put this out there for everyone. And you can talk about anything Nightbane. Anything Nightbane at all. And then anything with regard to uh, uh, is it computer games versus tabletop games? Those are those are the two things. And oh, let me put join us. Join us. Here we go. And you'll probably sit in the green room or the or the lobby for a little bit until Heath and Dog comes back. But uh, here we go. Um, yeah. So we did start an hour earlier today, as you guys know. And uh, I don't exactly know why that was. Heathen Dog said that something was going on in the background. He asked if we could start an hour earlier. You guys in Discord said, sure, why not? So we did it. This is not a normal new start time. Just to get out there. This is a, a one-time one -time good deal. But whatever our reason was for starting early, I hope, I hope it was a success. <laughs> there we go. Because I was rushed big time. Didn't know what I was doing. And don't forget, next week, we have, you know, what? I, I, I will actually allow this as a, as a third part of segment three. I'll allow this. If you want to talk about next week's uh, conversation with Sean Owen Roberson. Hey, I said it right. Finally, uh, you can actually talk about that in segment three as well. Again, we are going to wait for uh, Eden Dog to come back before I bring anybody in. Yeah, I, mean, I gotta start reading Mutant Chronicles so I can be ready for the beginning of the year. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I actually gonna try to find some time to learn how to play that Etherfields game that you guys saw on members only live stream. I've done two unboxing videos for it. One of them just needs music put in the background. The other one needs to be fully right. edited from scratch. And got a, are you ready? Got a wired mouse this time. So See, no battery I, required. I do everything wired. I don't, I, know, I don't, right. I don't trust wireless. This, 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 this was my son's school PC. So I didn't care about it that much. Oh, uh, I've, uh, I mean, I've had wireless mice. I actually had some wireless gaming mice, but, uh, I always go back to wired. My headsets are wired. Everything's wired. I get it. All right, my Hawkman, what you got? Mm, one of the things you guys were talking about with, um, railroading and stuff is, uh, maybe like Ponder's like, uh, like actually like true hex crawl games where you, where the, the, the party says, I'm going north, and then you literally just do a random yep. thing to decide what they run into. How would E2 you go, style, West Marches style, Forbidden Land style, absolutely. Love it. How, how would you go about um, having a overall goal there? Well, the goal is just adventuring in that case. The goal mm. is, the part, the part of the goal is to learn about the area, to explore the area and find out what's there. Uh, and right. like, so in Forbidden Lands, it has a map, right? So a heathen dog could have a map. I can have a map. It starts off the same, 
but all of my locations are gonna be like here, 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 his are gonna be here, 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 and then one up there or something like that. So it we actually end up with different worlds. That's that seems weird. I don't I don't understand that at all. But uh for from a hobby, there there is a reason why you're out in the wilderness, right? I mean, there has to be a reason. Is it just to explore? Are you getting paid to be a cartographer? Fine. Is it to find this specific cave and you have a general idea where it is? Fine. That's the reason you're out there. All of these, all of these random encounters that happen are on your way to an actual goal. And that's that that's you know, it's basically make your own module at that point, you know. Like I mean, well, well, if if we're going to use a, a video game analogy, because it is actually a video game where it gives you some freedom of choice was well, final fantasy six is that you can you have an overall goal is to kill the big bad guy but to do that you need to do a stupidly long list of things which right. have have a whole bunch of side paths you may or may not actually bother with <laughs> right no that that is true and uh part of that is uh uh get games like that like you know the Final Fantasy or even Fantasy Star stuff like that, where you're you're looking for something you don't know where it is, but you have to find the next town to get the next clue. But you don't know where the next town is. You're you're going through a map, and as you're walking, suddenly, boom, an encounter happens. Mm-hmm. That's your random encounter roll, and and it happened right there. But or you could walk for five minutes and nothing will happen, you know, because the GM is just rolling random encounters and coming up nothing. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's very much like that. And that is a viable way to, to play a game where you, where you know where you're going, but you don't know how to get there. You know, uh, a, a way to solve that for players is you go to a village or a town in the area and you say, Hey, I want to buy a map or I want to, I want to rent a guide that way you minimize the randomness of your encounters because your guide knows where all the dangerous places are. The map says there be dragons here. Unless you want to go fight dragons, you stay away from there. You know, so there are ways to mitigate randomness and for for the player's benefit. Uh, I I mean, nope, nope, nope. nope. That was it. You had your question, your follow-up. We are done. I am moving on. Thank you, Mark Hawkman. Have a good day. I said that at the beginning. I'm being hardcore about this today. (laughs) All right. Hey, the fat gamer, how you doing today, sir? Also, because we have a bunch of people waiting. Is your camera working? I I can't see you. I can see his face. That's all I can (laughs) see is your head. You're a floating head. What is going on? Uh, First of all, did you get your palladium? You're wearing camouflage. I'm I'm playing with you. All right. Uh, Oh, okay. I thought you were serious for a second there. (laughs) No, I wasn't serious. Did you get your palladium code? I got the no, actually. Uh, I said I said it. I sent it on Discord. Oh, your code. Yeah, I got your code. I thought you were talking about from Palladium. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that, I don't know how it works. I know somebody in the past had a problem with it as well. There's something about that code you have to give them, and I, I unfortunately don't know that side of it. So okay. if, you, if you have problems, though, and you email them, uh, you should, they'll, they'll help you out quickly. Okay. Right. What's the question? Uh, it's a question oh, on uh, the whole railroading thing. It's yeah. a bit of a bit of a how do you feel about this particular type of railroading because i'm a bit of both of you when it comes to that i sandbox and railroad an example of both is where okay you go off in that direction you know where the lich is though i don't care i'm gonna go that way okay guess what your information was wrong he was actually in this temple the whole time okay yeah that, that, yeah, that, yeah that's a joke that's the kind of railroading that that i find in in my experience 
angers players because you overtly took away their agency. They were they they made the dumbass decision to move purposefully away from the Lich King, and you put the Lich King right in front of them. Boo. They in, in my experience, the players get pissed when they are overtly railroaded like that. But I, I don't it's not necessarily overtly railroading. It could have just been bad information they had. Yeah, that, that that's that's what he said. Oh, it was bad information. But players are gonna be like, fuck you, no. No, I know what you did. I see what you did there. You're you're no behind the curtain odds. I can see right through you, bad game master. Rubble, 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 and then they all get angry. Be you know, angry so, then. Yeah, let the hate flow. And them not realizing it is better for you because there's less people yelling at you or being angry at you. So well, it's not like I do it constantly. I don't I, I don't do like every session. It's just well, yeah. If you're ignoring it long enough, I'm going to eventually do something to make you get back on the path. And usually it's gonna piss you off because you've ignored my system long enough, you're pissed me off. See, I see I'm yeah. a little different in that where it's like I'm not gonna make you get back on the path, but you're gonna wish you'd come back to the path. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I just I just found that it's easier for me and it in the long run is easier on my players if if I railroad them sooner rather than later because it they get more upset because they they they, they spent two or three game sessions doing their own thing, invested in their own thing, and then I suddenly jam the plot back in their face they get well yeah. i'm not done yet well the, the, it's the done with you i didn't let him get started in the first place that's fair any, any follow-up uh other than i thank you for your opinion i watch you guys and hope to become a better dm appreciate oh, that I, I hope to become a better dm too i hope to become a better dm too <laughs> See, he hopes you because learning. I hope I become a better one because I'm learning from everybody as well. So there we go. Exactly. You never stop learning. That's right. All right. Well, thank you very much, to uh, Fat Gamer, and have a good day. If you continue to have problems with the Palladium thing, though, uh, again, I, my suggestion is email them, but let me know. I do have, a, I can email Kevin. I'd rather not email him on the side for every little issue, if you know what I'm saying. But if it continues but, to be yeah, a problem, not getting anywhere through normal channels. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Have All a good day. And we have. Nerdy Ogre, how you doing, Nerdy Ogre, sir? Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Hey, um, the yeah, the if if the game master has to railroad has has to take the lich from here and put it here, it's um, and it's it's because the players aren't keeping up with their end of the social contract. That's true. The the, the unwritten. You know, because the game master, he has the obligation of creating everything, creating the world, creating the bad guys, creating NPCs, and then, yeah. But then the players can just say, flip them the bird and say, "I'm out of here. We're doing our own thing." Then why, why was the game master why? go yeah. through all I, of that? You're absolutely well, you know, right. You know, do do it like a player though. My character would never care about that. Oh yeah, that that they love saying that. My character <laughs> would never do that. My Make character, character. Would never go after the Lich King. Well, no, right now your character is level three, but on the way to the Lich King, you're going to be level 15. You're going to be, you know, hailed as a hero of the kingdom by that point. And then your character would go after the Lich King at that. But right. Not there yet, but right. you should be taking steps toward the finish line. If you want to win the race, it's, it, it's the journey, you know, it's, it's, exactly. it's, it's about the journey, you know? Yeah. And, and, it's it's the it's the 
it's the third type of of um, gaming. You know, you have the sandbox and you have the railroad. Well, there's what I like to call the go kart track. You know, you okay. everybody starts at the same spot and goes go follows the track until you push the log into the hay bale. But you can choose to be on the left side. You can choose to be on the right side. You can choose to be in the center. Right. You know, you can. No, no, I said it. You choose more, to push Heathen you know, Dog into the hay bale. Stop it! No, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. That, uh, you know, if, if you're, you know, if, if you want to play smart, you want to do it right. You're at, you're at the outside on some turns. You're on the inside on some turns. So you'll get to the finish line before somebody else because all your, all your cars run the same. But the entire time you've stayed in your lane. Right. Right. I get it. And that you're... is the great railroading because it gives them choices, but it's it it all the choices are insignificant to your overall plot, which, which are those those giant tires right. on each side of the lane, which they cannot cross. So all exactly. of the choices mean nothing to you as the game master, but the illusion well, of significant choice for them makes them happier players. Exactly. I right. love it, Nerdy Yogurt. If you were a girl, I'd kiss you. That is beautiful. <laughs> okay, this just got a little too <laughs> a little too weird. With that, thank you, Nerdy Ogre. Right. And uh, I hope you have a good day, sir. And uh, I don't know how I feel about things right now, so I'm just going, I already did last call. I want to get the hell out of here now. Oh, <laughs> you guys just made, weirded oh, me out. Oh, okay. oh. All right. No, I, I did last call. If somebody pops Wait, in within the next few seconds. Comments first. Hang on. Uh, okay, that's fine. Let's see here. Uh, Raven's Lair uh, was talking to Darth when his player walked away instead of, uh, you know, Dan, uh, instead of going with the big bad guy, uh, they ran in an army of of something that were marching to the big bad guy's position. <laughs> the army would not let the party pass them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's, that, that's, that's pretty funny. Like, oh, the big bad guy's there. Uh, I'm going that way. Oh, crap. I ran into his reinforcements. Like three divisions of of skeletal warriors dead. Damn it! So so I, I'm here's the thing. I want to say up front that I approve of that, but let me tell you why I don't approve of that. Why you may not approve of that? May may not approve of that right? Um, I I do want the characters or the player characters to have the ability to say not happening. I love, I love, love, love giving consequences to players and having them pissed off at me, not pissed off. Like, as in you suck, I've never played this, you know, cause usually, yeah, I I've, I've actually not had that happen. I've had people leave, but I've not had that happen. Um, because when they realize what's going on, they're like, you know what? That was my own fault. That was our own fault. We, yeah, we, we kind of caused this. Okay. Let me calm down. Let me figure it out because I don't, I'm not adversarial, but I absolutely believe in consequences. Like, Oh, you left. <laughs> so but that might be a good consequence as to, uh of leaving is okay we're getting out of here oh man <laughs> damn it now i have to fight them and and we're probably gonna be taken back to where we just came from lovely if, or for capture we're gonna be taken right to the big bad guy as prisoners in chains yeah damn it exactly um at the same time I can milk a couple of adventures of them just trying to escape away. Let's use that Earth Done one we talk about all the time of when Garthun did here, horsey, horsey, and you know, the scrang, blah, 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 right? Um, that was a whole side thing. I did not plan for that day. I had a whole other plans that day, but thank you for giving me another week to build on the adventure because you just, you guys went another direction. And I went with the flow on that one on, on what was going on. I know Bob's still mad at me about a couple things, but eh. 
ultimately, he thought he could lead an entire town away. Like every single person, he's going to Pied Piper an entire town to follow him. It's like, no, some people are, yes. But anyway, but uh, I, I love the idea of consequences, I guess is my point. So please make these decisions. And oh, you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain. Well, not only are you not getting paid, you probably have wounds to lick. Your status has gone down. People aren't looking at you the same. And you're going to have to do more. Or, or, or paid up front or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there are all these things that can happen that sound mundane and boring. But believe me, you hit a player character in his pocketbook. <laughs> which you commonly like to do. Oh, yeah. I low, love low, all day from slow. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the idea of consequences. At the same time, you know, and this is also why I don't like, and, and so let's go back quickly to what he was saying about moving the lich. That's why moving the lich doesn't bother me. One, information could be bad. Two, going to what we were talking about at the beginning, that with the Forbidden Land style or the West Marches style or the B, uh, B2 uh, uh, Keep on Borderland style, you have false rumors. If players want to complain about that, it's literally baked into stuff false rumors. If you believe in the false rumors, that's on you. If you don't dig a little further, what if, what if through your searching, you find out it should be here, but I saw a reference to where this could be true as well. Rule one with Max, you have money to spend. For <laughs> or put it in a diaper. That's right. You, you never screwed with Garthon's diaper, you son of a bitch. You never did. Favoritist asshole. Uh, he screwed with you guys a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I never took one of his loans. No, no, no. He only gave a loan to one person that I remember. That was hilarious. Yeah, no, nobody offered. He offered <laughs> true, for a lot. Yeah. I didn't take that shit. I, I, I knew there was too many strings attached to that little thing. You're right. Yeah. Garthon was actually rich. That was the funny thing. He was he had, rich. Yeah, he had if elemental he did, coins, which it was like a thousand five, gold five, or yeah, something each. Five thousand for the biggest gold. one, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he had a diaper full of a, an entire diaper. financial institution's worth of liquid money. And <laughs> And, uh, and what, what did Max Liao do about that? Nothing. Me, if, if I have two gold coins to rub together, he'll make sure I lose one. No, no, I never, I never took them away from you. I never stole them from you. It was all, I just didn't give you a lot of them. <laughs> you had two gold coins. Like, Hey, I've got gold. I got gold. I bite that. Hold on. I know this is slow here. Hold on. <laughs> like, uh, Garthon was, yeah, well, you know what? If he had started spending those things, I might have had to do something about it. But he never did, so it was okay. It would be too late at that point. He'd have so much, he could spend yeah. something one time, buy a kingdom. Right. He could buy a kingdom. <laughs> what, you just say no? Hmm. But I'm glad we didn't run into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we head on out here? No, I think we're good. You know, um, I'm going to skip. You guys have seen the advertisement nonsense enough. I'm not, I'm not going to hit all that again. Most of that now is for the, the video side of it. But I do want to thank everybody for being here. Yeah. Really do appreciate it. Uh, again, we got a new member before this started with Patrick Barnes. Thank you for your, your membership, sir. Hopefully you can, uh, you have access. I don't know how YouTube keeps changing stuff up. So I don't know how it tells you. Uh, I guess you'll find out today because this live stream will be members only in just a little bit uh, sometime today. But uh, other than that, you have access to the members only stuff now. And yeah, if it's linked, if you link your YouTube account to discord, then you'll get access to the members only section, the see it, the here at first section, all the, all the good stuff where, you know, the, all of our upcoming interviews will, you know, you can give, give suggestions there, which will have more weight than just the suggestions area in discord because you give us money. Therefore you mean more to us. 
Wow. I don't say it that way, <laughs> but, 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 it is thinks it. but it is true. But it is true. I mean, no, I, I, I listen to everybody's suggestions, especially when there's like a, a unmasked people are saying this versus, you know, a couple of people over here saying that. But yes, I mean, if push comes to shove, those people who support us are the ones that are going to be listened to harder. So, yeah. uh, but I won't ignore anybody because, you know, what? I'm not a member of any channel, literally no channels. Also, when this ends, Victor Gorchev, I don't know if it started yet, but uh, I think it starts at two. He's got his the Dutch oven. <laughs> He's got his Dutch oven live stream going on. Uh, this will automatically populate you over there. So if it started, jump on in. Tell him Legion Miss sent you. He loves that. And uh, other than that, uh, all I can say is thank you. I'm going to let Heathen Dog have some words of wisdom. And then we're going to call it a day. And we'll be back to the normal time next week. Okay, well, here we go. Words of wisdom. If you're a game master, I'm just going to let you know that letting your players go off into the weeds is a bad idea. Don't let them do it. The reason being, the longer they're in the weeds, the more used to it they're going to be there. And it's going to be harder and harder to bring them back to the fold, bring them back to the fairway where they have to be. That's where the hole is. That's that's his home. That's where they want to go. They want to go to the hole. But no, they get used to the weeds. They get used to the forest. It's going to be harder and harder to bring them back. So make sure to give each player their, their adventure to shine, to do their own thing with the understanding that they come back to the fairway. And then everyone will have a better, smoother gameplay experience.